Hello and good evening, interwebs. This is Saturday Night Sith, episode 15. How y'all doing tonight? Jay Hitman, how's it going, sir? So pumped. Welcome, everybody. So I'm really excited. I think we got a great show. Well, I, I'm biased. I think every show is pretty good. But tonight, tonight, there's a <laughs> lot to go over. Yeah. It's, <clears throat> it's the continuing uh, the. Th- Last week was a little bit of a down week. Yeah. I will admit it was a little bit of a downer. Almost depressing. Well, is is this also just, you know, not a whole lot was was, uh, popping up for uh, some Star Wars news. It seems like they're kind of like waiting and getting waiting until it gets closer and closer to celebration so they can really just start hammering us with everything. And thankfully, though, this week was kind of a better week. For I some felt extra news. this week, I felt like I was at the kitchen table for Thanksgiving dinner. There was so much that came out, so much just just gloriousness, gold, um, to to really just dissect and just it's really just stupidity. But in my opinion, I mean, it's <laughs> gloriousness because we get to talk about it. But yeah, I felt I felt really bad last week. I felt like you know I think you and I were talking before the show last week. Just felt like kind of letting each other down because like nothing there's nothing out there and it's like you know it's hard to, when you're trying to create content and like nothing's out there and so but this week man this week is there's a lot yeah so the, especially within the last uh couple of days there's been that extra little trickle of uh some news articles that have, that have been uh springing up that have been rather uh uh in, well, word? at least certainly for us, infuriating, uh, or just yeah. definitely something we could feel we can uh, sink our teeth right on into. And so, why not just just jump right into it? Just do the thing. Pull, pull the bandaid. Pull rip, the just band-aid. rip it off. Rip and tear. Okay. This one me... specifically, I think it. Well, I think for both of us, I mean, as. Well, we'll pull it up and then I'll, I'll make my comment. But this is what I think. Uh, yeah. Prepare yourself. So, so over at Screen Rant, always a lovely <coughs> website. Uh, Ray's Force Awakens. Uh, Ray's Force Awakens pilot skills always perfectly fit Star Wars canon. So even just taking the title alone is already filled with bullshit because none of it fit perfectly. None of it. I There's so many things wrong with because this. it was just a, a I just for the fact that you know just because she scrapped ships and stuff like that and piloted her little buggy thing didn't automatically translate to oh hey. I can now fly the Millennium Falcon like a pro. Hold on, hold on. Don't forget she had she had many hours clocked on the flight simulator. Don't don't forget that. There wasn't what what flight simulator? What? Listen, there's a flight simulator on Jakku, apparently, and then then the outpost, apparently. All right, so I guess because like I said, I I skimmed I, when I originally saw this. I skimmed some. You of were this. so infuriated with it. It was well. Skimmed. It was already like okay. I can already see how dumb this is gonna be. And there were some bits that I saw quickly off the bat that jumped out. I'm like, 
Okay, that's wrong. That's Before wrong. we dive into this, as we go through this, as you read, it's almost like this, the, the guy um, that he's interviewing, the, the guy that wrote the novelization of, of The Force Away, he's like buying into what he, but like, this dude is a hundred percent like on board with what he believes. Like, oh, I, yeah, it's, it's, he wants it, he wants that paycheck. He either wants the paycheck or he's so drunk with the Kool Aid that he doesn't know what he's talking about. That too. That too. But I almost think he just he actually honestly thinks he believes what he's saying. It has nothing to do with it. Like, oh guys, just so okay, just, okay. Let's yeah. Uh, so yeah, Ray exhibits amazing piloting skills in the Force Awakens, despite not having much much actual uh, flying experience. But Anakin and Luke had similar training. Oh, lost lost my stuff. Like right here, right here. right like, in the beginning. So you remember that article that we that we did a couple episodes ago, where it's like they they called Floney and they called Floney a godlike. Oh Jesus! Uh, yeah, it's like, but that was this blowing smoke up that guy's paragraph. ass. The second paragraph you you sent me this article and it was the second paragraph. I was like, I'm done. So this is like it's gonna it's literally the same feelings that i that i've had the, the 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 title pissed me off into this but i digress continue okay <laughs> no it's uh so ray exhibits extraordinary extraordinary piloting abilities in early star wars the force awakens scenes uh but these skills aren't that unreasonable considering the flying prowess of the other inexperienced pilots in the star wars canon what inexperienced pilots are we talking about here though uh Flight has always been an exciting feature of the franchise, manifesting both in space and within planetary atmospheres. The ships and vehicles that the Star Wars sequels uh, characters use to get airborne range from small land speeders to hulking star destroyers. Uh, and to pilot each one requires a certain amount of skill and knowledge. Yes, it does. Absolutely. You're, only, you're right so far on that. Um, Star Wars The Force Awakens sees... Ray, da Daisy Ridley, Finn, John Boyega, and BB-8 dust off the pile of quote-unquote garbage that is the Millennium Falcon in an attempt to escape the First Order on Jakku. Uh, with Ray in the cockpit, Finn in one of the gunner seats, and BB-8 trying to keep from rolling away. Ha ha ha. Uh, the, the Falcon springs to life as TIE fighters chase it down. Surprisingly, Ray precisely flies the Falcon through old scraps on the planet's surface, with her actions appearing nothing short of miraculous, considering her lack of piloting experience. Yeah, that was some of people's first issues that they started pointing out. And I'll admit, when I was first watching it, it wasn't quite the thing that jumped out at me. It wasn't until especially <clears throat> later. This... The, I don't know why it didn't quite jump out at me when I first watched the movie. I think I was just kind of like, okay, we're we're getting getting going a little bit more now. But it, there was there was the main question of why was the Falcon there was kind of the main question that I think was was bouncing around my head. The whole piloting thing hadn't quite. Back to every... Yeah. Go ahead. sorry. Go ahead. Well, I just say everything is everything's tied back to tattooing. Everything. Tied back to <laughs> everything right. Um, it was mainly later on with the whole the whole um mind trick was what clicked in my brain. I was like, whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. <laughs> this is some bullshit right here. Um, so 
continuing with the article, uh, yet this isn't the first time such incredible flying has been executed by a Star Wars character, despite very limited piloting experience. Both a young Anakin Skywalker, Jake Lloyd, and Luke, Mark Hamill, have previously found themselves in the cockpit of a vessel they had never sat in before, going to accomplish great feats. Highlights a precedent in the Star Wars universe regarding naturally skilled pilots. Okay, okay. No, no, no. That already doesn't work out. Because, yes, Anakin was a young pilot, and he could have been... The thing was, was even when they first... You know, met up after the kind of first meeting with him on tattooing and learning about the pod races and what they were going to try and do to exploit that. It was even said between uh, him and his friend, I forget his friend's name at the moment, um, but he basically, it basically made the point he's ne- he had also never completed a race. He had already a lot of, he already had time, you know, piloting uh the um the pod race pod racer for one and then and then this is kind of the, the other little detail that George did have was that as they were flying to Naboo on that on that ship he was getting insight from the pilots on how to fly what the navigation systems were and stuff like that right so he was he was getting exp- he was getting basically instructions from you know a more experienced pilot already so there was already that established right then and there and even then for the most part when he got into the naboo starfighter it was a part already on autopilot and then also with the help of r2d2 who was also helping with the piloting of the ship and pointing him in the the direction later that he learned from (laughs) he just automatically like that no yeah so he and yes, you could say how the force kind of helped guide him in a certain way, but that's only a small part of it. And then you do have you have Luke, who again was within the movie's context itself. He'd already been expressing how good of a pilot he was, even before the Death Star run. He said he hit he's hit you know with his T sixteen uh ship. Uh, these blasted womp rats who weren't much bigger, right? So, you know, they give those this context that he they already that he is a pilot. Even Obi-Wan says he's heard how great of a pilot he's become and how much, you know, resemblance to Anakin that it was to him. So they were already establishing that within the story. There was none of that for the movie for Ray. Absolutely zero. And suddenly she jumps into the Falcon and starts flying like a pro. And even like, um, and this was another thing that I saw too. Let me see if I can pull it up really quick. Um, I saw it in the comments because um, OG Star Wars brought this up and I meant to grab this before we got going. Which one was the post? Well, uh, on somebody had commented that there were there was a in the guy who said how he, how he's an engineer and stuff, and kind of commented on the similarities with the T16s. Let me see if I can get it really quick so I can read it out because it was it it was a good comment and made a point. Um, okay, here we go. So where was it? ah yeah so um. Let me just, I'll, I'll share that to this too really quick. 
Uh, whoops, wrong thing. Here we go. Oh, darn it. No. Oh, let me move this really quick. Share. Share screen. There we go. My mind blanked for a second there. So from on uh, on uh, Twitter, Nolan uh, Aeroshard says, I'm an engineer. Uh, I'm an engineer that works on large aircraft simulators. I've made and tested out uh, the ones to train pilots. So this is really my area of expertise. Oops, piloting is fine. A T-16 and T-65 are close enough that most most skills should translate. Same manufacturer, similar size. One could be a trainer for another. Luke also had X-Wing specifics uh, simulator practice before the Death Star to get a better feel for the uh, differences. And again, that's even another thing. Another point to it is that you know he's gonna. He also again has the uh, the navig- navigation system of R two that also helps guide the systems. That's also yeah. part of it. Again, that little freaking droid finds himself in all these situations to help out, right? Right. <laughs> so back to the article. So you know that's or it, yeah. Well, there's 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 all there's a lot of you know. So this is okay. So part of my whole point to all this, I should <laughs> let me let me try. What was so? Yes, I understand wanting to add more detail in a book. Okay, but you also need to include certain levels of detail. For the context in your own in the movie first, or at least especially that's where you're originally presenting everything, and that's the difference. You had that established with Anakin and Luke in the movie itself, and yes, you could use a book to help flesh things out further. But that was at least already you know they lay Lucas laid the groundwork. We yeah. had it. There was no, there was, I don't think that there was ever complaints except for now, just to be con- a bunch of contrarian assholes to try and go, oh no, he, no, he didn't. Yes, he did. Yeah. So that was, that's part of why I, I was kind of drawing those comparisons for that. Sorry, I kind of stepped over you there. <laughs> no, you know, you're perfectly fine. My whole thing was, yeah, I mean, I, I agree. Um, I just apparently like if you have a flight simulator that makes you an expert on on flying, but <laughs> unless it's uh, like Matrix level, uh, <laughs> you know, plugging in and getting all the information downloaded to your brain. You know, we're gonna we're gonna get we're gonna send an email to Keanu and see if he can come on the show and we're gonna ask him if that actually <laughs> is a thing. But no, that's how the article went. So she yeah, has so- a flight simulator and now she's an expert. On. Yeah, so the Force Awakens novelization by Alan Dean Foster further explains Ray's impressive initial flight, uh, stating that Ray had actually spent some time in an old flight simulator, as well as uh, some time on Nima Outpost, perusing the cockpits of various ships prior to flying the Millennium Falcon. But again, this wasn't established already in your movie. Right. And he also says that she that apparently she had already. Well, and how could she have? How could she have perused other planets? I thought she was abandoned on Jakku at the at a young age. Because she didn't want anything to do with her. Yeah, she. <laughs> Apparently, you're worthless to me. Yeah. <laughs> like, I need you to take over. Yeah. Uh, it's like where is any of that? 
I'm sorry, you didn't establish this in your movie first and foremost. Uh, in Star Wars ep- uh, Episode One, The Phantom Menace, Anakin is shown to possess deft pod racing skills and knowledge of ships due to his time working in Watto's shop. Again, no, that w- that was all pretty well laid out. And even the pod race, he, he didn't do it flawlessly or anything. Absolutely. He had trouble thanks to he had he had trouble thanks to Watto. He had trouble thanks to some freaking Tuscans shooting at him and, yeah. and whatnot, you know. And even even then, he was taking tips and tricks and hints from the from the 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 pilot the the pilot of the Neb, the the Naboo uh, Sorry, ship. The, yeah, Nabooian. Yeah, whatever. I forgot what they specifically called Padme's ship, but that one. Yeah. Uh, while flying a pod racer and flying a Naboo starfighter are two very different things with minimal. So even you're pointing out the minimal help from R2D2. I would say it was more than minimal, but okay. Uh, as his co-pilot, Anakin had no problem utilizing his, his prior knowledge to destroy the trade federation's droid control ship as displayed by his remark to Padme, Natalie Portman early in the Phantom Menace. I'm a pilot. And one day I'm going to fly away from this place. Anakin was always confident in his abilities. He just needed the an opportunity to present itself. <laughs> yeah. Keep going. Keep you think that's bad. Keep going. Uh, outside of the chosen one, Luke is another example of unexpected flying skills coming to the uh, fore during a time of need. In Star Wars Episode 4, A New Hope, Luke quickly convinces Wedge and Tilly's Dennis Lawson, that uh, his experience flying a skyhopper has prepared him to fly an X-wing into the bowels of the Death Star. Though Luke does help for does have help from Obi Wan Kenobi, Alec Guinness, and the Force. Uh, another well, it was the Force was more of not relying on the technology and relying on his own instincts on one he should shoot. It wasn't like the, it wasn't yeah. like the Force. Through, did, you know, took it and did the 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 dunk throw for him to make the. Okay, so, so I want to interject here. So yeah, uh, so go ahead. This is so a post by Script Trooper, and this. So uh, he pointed out many people. This is, and I'll put the to, uh, the twit in the comments. But it said many people need to understand the force isn't just moving shit around. Yoda makes this clear. Luke trusted yeah. his feelings and used the force to aim instead of using his guidance system. He didn't move right. the torpedoes. <laughs> very clear in the scene so yeah yeah and that was that was and it was also uh pre-established in the scene when he's training with the helmet visor and the the training remote with obi-wan he's trying to he's trying to trust his instincts and trust his in his senses around him to listen to the droid to the to the remote and be able to kind of let himself go and rely on that to then, you know, deflect those yeah. blasts when they get when they come firing at him. But this Han Yonker is saying with the help of Obi-Wan, okay, like you could I guess you can make the argument like Obi-Wan gave him advice and that's helped, but this makes it seem like Obi-Wan did the work for him or yeah, right. Obi-Wan somehow influenced his flying and him blowing like no, like he said trust your feelings. Like, that's it, trust your feelings. Right. And and oh god, just keep going. It, it gets better. It gets better. Uh, so another factor to play here is that th- that Incom Corporation, a Starship manufacturer, created both the T-16 and the T-34 
T-65B X-Wing Starfighter. And this is kind of what came to that point of the Twitter post was that, you know, the manufacturings would be very similar to each other. Right. Uh, this means that the uh, of the controls, they were likely the same. So there we go. Between the two machines due to being manufactured by the same company, resulting in Luke's innate skill. So again, what's your point? You're te- you're, there's still, it's like they're, they're kind of making our points for us on this too. Without, yeah, well, they're, they're making the point for, they're making our, proving our point all the while trying to disprove our point. Almost. Yeah, almost. So in Foster's novelization of Star Wars The Force Awakens, it is revealed revealed that Rey has spent quite some time in a flight simulator she had found on Jakku. The budding Jedi is revealed to have worked through all different kinds of scenarios and found there was nothing that could quite challenge her enough within the simulation. Okay, here's another thing against this, though. That simulations can only, again, simulate so much. Actual right. flight experience is what's going to give her the better knowledge and ability to fly these things. That's also where Anakin and and Luke had the leg up. They've at right. least actually flown certain vehicles, essentially, much more than her, just her little little skiff thing. Um, Luke had the, the T-16s that he flew in the sky and, you know, zapped Womp Rats with. So he and there, there. I mean, I hate to use a deleted scene, but I mean, there was supposed to be like a little deleted scene where he was racing somebody, and in his yeah, in his T sixteen and stuff. So, you know, again, they had at least a degree of real real life experience outside of a simulation. What did Ray? She has just a simulation, apparently. Which can actually adjust for you know whatever kind of inertia and the, just the 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 whole what's gonna you know eh. yeah yeah uh, further uh, furthermore Ray had been in the Millennium Falcon see, yes. for her first flight of the ship in the Force Awakens yes see this what? is where I, I, was, I was like what what was this no no did I miss it. Somebody tell me okay. About this. Okay. <laughs> this guy noticed you know, he's drunk on the Kool-Aid. You know, I I I've gone th- you know because we've both gone through like the novelizations of the prequels. At least I know I have yes. for one, yes. two, and three. Yes. And yes, some of those books added a little extra detail, like especially like in two, especially it gave you the whole the whole scene of like the Tuscans attacking the 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 Lars homestead and stuff and just yeah. what what all of that meant that's fine that's gave it that's already and they already kind of tell the story within the movie itself again right yeah but it helps flesh out it does help flesh that out but I mean this is this is like tr- this is really them trying to like clean up any plot holes that they, they left with their own yeah. movie, and this is only coming when now. I mean, this this yeah. article was written so recently, right? Is, yeah, a day my, ago. Yeah. So my question is this: When did Ray have? When was she in the Falcon? And then why was she so? <laughs> why were they so surprised when they they saw her, like this piece of junk? Like yeah. <laughs> you're just like I bypassed the compressor. The... Oh God. Like 
so like when did she do it I, you know i've only seen the movie you know i i've seen it i've seen the movie a total of like four or five times maybe oh i have you first time was the first time was it was it when it first came out i'm like okay eh you know and i'm like you know there are some things that kind of bug me went back and rewatched i'm like oh this is some levels of bullshit that i didn't quite pick up on for at first and then it it was was possible to achieve yeah yeah and at first i i did i tried to be positive about it and everything and then i just was like no there's still too much bugging me watched it that second time like oh there's no this is there's just too much going wrong when did she have another like when did she fly the millennium falcon I mean, it's one thing to be in the Falcon, but it's another to actually pilot it. And what? Okay. Let me make my statement. When was the first time that she was in the Falcon? Okay, so. And how does being in the Falcon suddenly make you an expert on expert on flying it? Yeah. It's like I go. I sit in a NASCAR. You know, I I sit in the, the the car, and now because I sat in it. Now I you're like automatically a genius the next, at it. I'm literally Jeff Gordon. I'm the next Jeff Gordon. <laughs> what kind of uh, the most un just uh, that's literally what they're saying. Like you, you you were in it, so now you're this because you yeah. entered the Millennium Falcon and, now. Yeah. And the the I mean I, I know the, the castle run in 13 parsecs now. What, I'm sorry, say that again? I said, yeah, because you sat in the Millennium Falcon, now you can do the Kessel run faster than Han Solo did. Right. No. Like, go to, go to bed permanently with that nonsense. Well, it's like, I know the the Force helps people in many ways, but they it doesn't, it doesn't just automatically make them the best around. You know, it people still... People still have to train and get used to it and all this sort of stuff. That's why even Luke had to do physical fitness training when he was on Dagobah. He was running, what jumping. and like What training did Ray other than, like, how much, uh, that's a whole nother rabbit hole. But, like, he, yeah, Luke actually put the work in, studying from Yoda, doing the, the yeah. strenuous, you know, uh, training sessions on Dagobah. Like, what, did, and then, and, and then, like, Ray, like, Oh God! I just—it's like that's just ever. I yeah. Get him, Ray. We love you. Uh, uh, all right. So, uh, so before uh, Ray had been uh, on the Millennium Falcon before her first flight of the ship in the Force Awakens, with these two pieces of information, crucially explaining why Ray pilots the Falcon with such ease. In this way, Ray Ray's pilot skills within the Star Wars: The Force Awakens are not so different. From Anakin and Luke's perspective, perspective journeys. Oh my god. And just like these Jedi before her, Ray just needed an opportunity to show what she was really capable of. Uh, of being handed everything. I it I Am they I just leave they I just continue something? to just leave me baffled. It's like you you people are managing to do some crazy mental gymnastics in making this somehow make sense in your own brains. Listen, I'm not the smartest cookie in the crown <laughs> box. All right. I, is there something I'm missing about this article? I uh, I, that's, why I scrolled, that's why I scrolled. That's why I 
Sorry, go this ahead. Artic- no, I was just gonna, I almost want to post this article to our Twitter and like and then like you know tag you know OG Star Wars script trooper some of the you know around some of the, the people that we follow and see like are we missing something because I think this is the dumbest like to compare Ray to Anakin and and Luke and you know compare them with their their flying skills right is the dumbest thing I've ever well even heard uh, today. OG Sarah, she said an Imperial flight simulator doesn't mean she can pilot everything successfully, including the Falcon. Also, there is no indication that she has ever flown the Falcon. Possibly working on it, possibly working on it as a mechanic doesn't mean one can fly or has flown the ship. Exactly. That's literally saying, oh, because I've held a lightsaber, I can now take on Sheev and beat him. I mean, I mean, to these people, yeah, that's basically what it means. That's that's exactly what this what it means. Just grab that lightsaber and boom, you can you can take on let's, the whole galaxy. Do, let's take on. Let's just take a quick do a quick comparison. What did Anakin have that made Anakin successful as a pilot? And like we could do, we can talk about like the Phantom Menace, right? What did he have that w- that led him to be somewhat of a successful pilot? He had what? So he worked like the articles that he worked in Wado's shop, right? So he had a general, probably rudimentary knowledge of how ships. Worked. Well, and yeah, he that it was already very early expressed that he, yeah he had a a a love for mechanics and right. was always tinkering and and was basically then even you know it was shown that he was the reason for for Watto's success right. of his shop was because of how well he could put things back together. Right. He had a he he was just he had an innate knowledge for right. it, and it was but, just his own his own, you know, grit and determination. He kept wanting to go back and, and pilot and do the right. pod races, despite how dangerous they were, despite, you know, that, and that's where, I mean, it was even expressed. It was even shown in a bit in the movie, in the movie too, of how disapproving Shmi Skywalker was of the whole pod races and stuff. She hated him doing dangerous. it. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, it was expressed further in the novelization, but it was again, shown in the movie. And he he kept doing it because it was something that he also loved. He right. had a he had a passion for it, but it was that was it. He just kept doing it and kept doing it. And he had he had more more than just uh just simulated training. He was out right. there on the racing field, and he was dealing with that the Doug um Tabulba. Yeah. Who kept cheating, kept undermining the races in every way, and Anakin was always trying to account for that. So he yeah. had an idea of the unforeseen, what could happen, what could go wrong. So that was again what and he, he's just a nine-year-old boy, too, by the time going on 10 when we meet up with him. Right. So he's already had that time in between. God knows how young he was when he first jumped into the pilot seat. Right. But, you know, at least it was always, it was already early established. He's been doing this. And then combining that with the time that he spent with, you know, the pilot. uh, Right. And and their trip to, yeah, their trip to Naboo, which, which again showed him uh, getting instructions from, from the pilot of the Nabooian Starcraft. He was, he was like, oh, and hey, kid, you're really picking this up. Right. And so he, yeah, he was showing he, he, he could, he's a quick learner. Yeah. So, you know, that's, so there's, evidence, was, yeah, 
That's all it was evidence. evidence across the board that that yeah. was exactly what was what we could be coming to expect from Anakin later yeah. down the line. And even more so, okay, so like with that, and then Luke, like having this the, the T-16 being very similar to the X, right. the T-65B, right? The, the same comp, the, the, the same manufacturer, yeah. So, yeah, you have a root, it's like, you know, once you've driven a, a Bugatti, like all other Bugattis are probably internally the same, right? Or whatever, however you want to compare it to, like, you know, so he's got that. And he actually has experience doing it. So it's like, but then I look at Ray and it's like this, this, this abandoned orphan from, or this right. abandoned child on this junk planet that ironically seems to have all these hidden gems on it. Right. You know, like and a so simulator and all that. What did, what apparently, did well, okay. So now this is going off of the, the context. Argument, I feel like, yeah. I feel going like the off argument, of the context of the movie itself. Our first introduction to her is that she's basically, trying to collect whatever scrap she can from a fallen star destroyer. Yeah. And taking it into town to sell it off for whatever she can get for it. Yeah. And what's base was only really established about her is that she's a survivor. I guess she knows how to survive on this desert planet. Yeah. She's all alone. She it's was left age. there. At a young, she was left there at a young age. And then that's it. She, right. It's not expressed of anything further. Cause she's, the only person that we get for context of her in that time. Right. And so we have nobody going, Oh, Ray, are you going to be piloting a ship anytime soon or anything yeah. like that? They don't lay that out early on. This seems all. like a lot of just, and then suddenly John Boyega is there. He watches her get into a fight and because she had the droid with her right. BB eight. And then it just kicks off. It, it gets right into the the stupid. Well, so yeah. it, it is just I don't even know what I was. It's like really piss poor. Very very piss poor. I could even I could handle piss poor, but this is just <laughs> a piss poor times a million attempt to course correct and fill plot holes that have been holes for the last however many years this movie's been out, but now you just decide to, like, you try to course correct something that you... you it makes no... It's just... It's every... Everything they... And this isn't the first time that we do. We did it with the Book of Boba. We did it with the Mandalorian. Uh, with the Mandalorian. Right. We're at, it's not going to stop with the Mandalorian, too. It's everything... They, they try to course correct everything that they, that they come out with because they're so stupid and lazy and just don't want to follow canon because they want to say, well... Well, we are the canon. Can. We are the true canon. I am the canon. Then we're like, not yet. You know, <laughs> it's just, but it's just, guys, so frustrating. And so, but yeah, to my point, like, what did she have? And then the argument that I feel like they could make if some of these Disney's fans are are smart, which most I'm not even gonna go. Yes, I will go there. I don't think they are. But it's like, well, uh, are you, you know, the Force influenced Anakin, and the the Force, or you know, Anakin used the Force and. Or unbeknownst to Anakin, he used the Force, so the Force helped him, and Luke used the Force, unbeknownst to him, and so Rey's a Jedi just like Anakin and Luke, and she used the Force, too. But the thing was, was that it was more instinctual. It was more of things that was to kind of help with maybe some reaction times and stuff like that. It wasn't like taking, it wasn't taking, it wasn't taking their hands and making them pilot better or anything. It was just more to, more of a a natural part of them that was just kind of Maybe to a degree unconsciously being enhanced 
but you know, right. it was all, it was not within a certain level of control though. Not like right. it becomes later on once they've received their training, but yeah. you know, it, it's just more, I see them making that argument that, well, she, the, the force helped her, the force did it. Like, <sighs> She's flying through some. If I remember the movie right, like she's not flying. Like this is like a Spartan obstacle course on steroids. Like she's flying. Oh, through, it's you know, it's an insane thing. Like, like I think yeah, Han it's Solo would be you know maybe crapping his his Karelian armored pants a little bit. You know what I mean? And but I and so they just I sit here and I try to think what arguments could they could they try to make against you know what? We're no, saying. I mean basically like, what they end up going through is like the most impossible. Death-defying, uh, freaking, you know, core uh, uh, obstacle course, like you said, through that Death Star and everything that in the Death other Death Star wreckages or whatever was there that they were flying through, and it's like, wow. I mean, unless you, unless there's been some uh, some uh, context to all this, you being able to do this that we did not get. Wow, you're some pilot lady. I mean, here's the thing. I didn't. Re- I don't even know. Like, I haven't read the novelization of Force Awakens. I mean, why would you want to? I, well, for sure. Like, of course. But like, <laughs> is, there, is there something else that we're missing? Did they actually just explain this somewhere? And I'm just, I'm just missing it because for you to well, sit like, there and compare the, the, the her to the two, it's like that's just stupid. You have no well, basis like I, on argument. Like I no said, basis. like I said though, there's it's one thing to flesh out extra little bits here and there for a novelization you know but it's another when you just don't have the original context of the movie giving us that detail whatsoever you know right. that's it's a whole other thing I mean, because at least even Falcon, yeah because i mean i think i mean that's that's like with a lot with a, with like even like some of the stuff in revenge of the sith it, it it helped flesh some things out, but we had the full context of what was going on in that storyline. Right. The mm-hmm. book just helped, yeah, flesh some extra little tidbits out and kind of give you a little more of that time progression of what, of how you know things were going. But otherwise, you know, it was all there. Yeah, there wasn't this. I mean, it wasn't just oh, I got to clean up some of my plot holes. Let's write a whole book and make sure we're doing that. Because we didn't do it in the movie to, right. to have it make sense because Jar Jar Abrams likes his freaking mystery box crap. Right. It's like, oh, well, we're now, it's like, oh, I can't even come up with an analogy to, to describe it. It's like, you know, this movie was released how many years ago? We watch it. Like, oh, yeah, that maybe there are some plot holes. Let's try to uh, course correct seven years after it came out, however many years it was. Maybe not seven, but however many years it was. And, so it's like you're trying to course correct something that should never have been ha- that you needed to course correct course in the correct. begin with. Yeah. Yeah. To create uh, establish to try to create to try to give the I don't even know how to say it, man. It's like they're trying to create established content that was never created to fix plot holes right that happened that should never have been a thing almost. Yeah. Like oh no 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 the, this stuff is actually, you know, the the, this has been established, uh, and this is why there's there's plot. We're just trying to you know explain the, the plot holes, but this was already established. We just didn't put it in the movie. Like really? Okay, where? Oops, we forgot. Where where was it established? Because if you make that argument against like the you know the the trilogy or the prequels, it's like okay, well I have the book here by Matthew Stover, so which I mean <laughs> where 
what what you're like what are you trying to argue yeah. you can do that anywhere like you know with, with anything that you want to argue against palpatine let's say you know with, okay well i have darth Plagueis book here and it actually clearly lines that out like yeah lucas didn't write it but lucas obviously had a hand in everything that was ever published under the you know the umbrella of lucas yeah they Bell. they had to always bring story notes and stuff like that for sure him. he had so, the veto or okay things where's the force awakens you know yeah where's that established content other than not nowhere and you know they supposedly have a story group that's supposed to help with their continuity and yet man these people are some of the worst on the planet you spell contradictory wrong (laughs) yeah man i i don't know i just i read the yeah so there's just no, so apparently what I'm get, gathering is that there's no evidence to support that. Uh, there's nothing that Ray had that would that you could put her in the same category as 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 Anakin and Luke. Like all she has is a flight simulator that was never talked about until never today. talked about, never mentioned in any of the movies. She never made reference to it. That oh hey Leia, I'll take I can still just take the 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 Millennium Falcon. Don't worry about it. I've had flight simulator training. I'm right. good to go. And I, even though it's like, <laughs> so, I mean that's really from what I gathered. That's all she had was a flight simulator training, and yet she's just as they're putting her in the same category as Anakin and Luke. Who both have had field? Like they both, they've been field tested. Like they've tested yeah. their skills. Well, and Luke was going to be going off to for for Luke. He was about ready to go off to the to the academy for yeah for to join up. You know, he, right? <laughs> so I just I find it very interesting that they they do that. They have the audacity to write this article compare or this guy who did the novelization. You know, has the audacity to compare her to. It's and them continually trying to legitimize their Ray, yeah, well, and Ray. making her and making her a, a skywalker. And then what's so yeah. interesting about this, you know, Daisy Ridley came out of I don't know, her hiatus, whatever you want to call it, from Twitter, and then all this stuff starts coming out. Mm. She announces her return from. That's like, a good point. I didn't. I didn't consider that. I forgot. I I remember that happened, but I didn't think that that could be part of all this too. I. Listen, I mean, I'm not, I'm just saying it, it seems very uh, coincidental. I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's very true. Uh, uh. <laughs> that may have been, I don't know which is worse, this one or the, or the next one. I think you're going to, we're going to dive into, which both are, both um, are great in the perspective of just tearing them apart. But are, are you yeah. doing what I think you're doing? Is, is this the one? E, it's time for it. Old Vader. Uh, this this is hard for me because we both are comic book uh, fanatics. I mean, obviously, we have our differences on what we read, but we both can agree yeah. that we both love Dark Horse and Dark. Yeah, Horse Dark Horse put out has is the, still the reigning champions of some of the best Star, Star Wars well, EU content out there, and hands down. they were they were also you know very instrumental with helping out putting out the stories for the true. Uh, Clone Wars story group that really helped, you know, bring that to life. Not only Tardadowski's uh, show, but it was in, it was also just, you know, adding more and more before freaking Filoni came along and shadow so over it. We, we, we go from Dark Horse, the creme de la creme 
um, OG, uh, you know, combo writers right. of, of Star Wars to to this just. Oh, I, what do you want to call this? What do you want to call this? Like your 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 good phrase of dog water. Dog water. Yeah. Well, apparently I've been <laughs> quoting dog water. Yeah, there's a, I guess another way to describe dog water. The, the kids nowadays uh, use it for somebody who just sucks at playing video games. But I'm just gonna use dog water when it comes to Disney. Like it's just everything's just dog water. <laughs> Anything that's bad is dog I'd water. Rather, I'd rather drink my dog's water than read and watch some of this, you know, this stuff that they. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, right. So. Yeah, so a surprising Star Wars prequel character knew Anakin was Darth Vader. (sighs) You know, there was a time, (laughs) there was a time when it was predominantly just supposed to be Obi-Wan and Yoda that knew knew this this little dark secret. I thought they were the only two that did, honestly. They were supposed to be. (laughs) <laughs> but they were apparently. supposed to be yeah um marvel comics star wars darth vader number 22 adds a surprising character to the list of people who knew anakin skywalker was actually darth vader oh boy um in the in the star wars universe only a select few knew that darth vader was actually anakin skywalker in marvel comics star wars darth vader series just confirmed another canon member of this exclusive club as revealed in the final pages of darth vader number 22 one person knew vader's true identity was none other than sabe sabe yeah i guess uh, sabe the one-time handmaiden bodyguard and decoy of padme amidala Anakin's deceased wife. Notably, the issue ties into the Crimson Rain event, meaning that it takes place between 1980s The Empire Strikes Back and 1983's Return of the Jedi. What? That's. Yeah, continue. I. Makes sense, right? Ooh. So even yeah, even if he's your nightmare. They fear me now. Yes. Uh, do, does nothing scare you, handmaiden? Why should I be scared of Anakin Skywalker? And just you know, just this image of alone of of. Hang on, let me get let me just stop this for a moment. And then just just looking at this, so. As one of my favorite YouTubers, Curse Farms, uh, Ross Goddess says, body language is important, people. And just looking at the body language alone between Vader and Sabe here, yes, Vader may have his fists clenched, but that's about the only thing he's got going for him right now. Because otherwise, he has a very hunched posture, head down. Meanwhile, you have Sabe here standing more tall and wide-legged stance, she's more in a you know dominant position than him, looking bigger than him, even though she's standing off to the side of him. <laughs> I mean, we know that they're trying to destroy established characters, but you're trying to also de- destroy your most established villain, breaking him down in between empire and return of the jedi you don't even have your stupid excuse 
of oh, this is ten years after after uh, Re uh, Re uh, Revenge of the Sith. He's not quite his Sithy self yet, but here he is in the height of it, right? Uh, yeah. What? Are you what? Listen, women can stand up to Vader. Yeah, for a short time, and then they're dead meat. Now, I mean, yes, this is supposed to be the little cliffhanger, but 10 to 1, he's not going to come back force choking her. I'm willing to bet. Oh, no. Force is female. KK said it herself. Uh, so, while Star Wars fans certainly know that Anakin and Vader are one and the same, that fact is not widely known in the Star Wars universe itself. One person who knew and, in fact, witnessed Anakin's transformation firsthand was Obi-Wan Kenobi, right, who famously lied and claimed that Vader had killed Anakin. Uh, others knew the truth included, included Emperor Palpatine, Yoda, Bail Organa. Eh, that's debatable. Que questionable. Highly suspect. How? I don't know. I don't recall if they actually outright told him. I mean, I, I mean, why would, I mean, would Obi-Wan tell Bale and not tell Ferris in Last of the Jedi? When yeah, Bale see, that's kind of a detail right there where you're like, ooh. Wait, okay, okay, okay. Never mind. So, he did know. How? Or, yeah. He early see, it, it certainly got pointed out in the... um. Uh, which was book it, was it? It, it got, wasn't Revenge of the Sith, was it? No, it wasn't Revenge of the Sith. It was... Hang on, I'm trying to find the book title right now. It was... Where Bale did know? He, yeah, early... It, I forgot if he was... I forgot if it explicitly said in the story that he was told or that he kind of put two and two together. Uh, it was the uh, Dark Lord, The Rise of Darth Vader. As while Vader's in uh, pursuing some some Jedi and stuff, he uh, happens on the Alderaan, and Bale then is making this real express point to make sure he never comes in contact with Leia, for fear that he somehow might know through the Force that Leia is his child. So there's like a little little bit of him scrambling to try and make sure the two don't in any way meet while he's also trying to keep everyone calm and not have a situation blow up on, on Alderaan. So, okay. Yeah. Um, okay, Darth fine. Maul. Okay. What? Wasn't he, when did Darth Maul find out Vader was Anakin? Anakin was Vader. Huh? Uh, of course, Ahsoka, Grand Moff Tarkin, I think this is what this is what Grand Admiral Thrawn. I think he knew. I don't even. I don't, at least it never seemed that way in the in the true novels. I read the novels, he, and I don't. He never. He never specifically. He always kept it. Kept the point of who was still who had once run, ran the Empire. Mm -hmm. So he never made. They never made a connection in that that. He knew 
Which, I mean, to one degree, with Thrawn, you wouldn't be surprised that he finds out. No, I mean, this dude used cult, everybody's culture to dominate and, and yeah, you know, so basically destroyed them. Uh, R2D2, C3PO, after his memory was restored. When was his memory restored? That didn't even happen in, can- in canon. Disney canon. Well, I don't count the, the mouse as canon. <sighs> Uh, I, yeah. uh, Jocasta New, Farron Bar, Verla, and of course Luke Skywalker, Leia are gone on Han Solo. Who the freak, dude? This list has gotten stupid. Uh, some speculate that Owen and Baru Lars knew as well, though this is unlikely given the fact that they, their primary source on the matter would have been Obi Wan. Uh, at any rate, one person can now safely say did know Wasabe. How? How? That's out of all the I guess list, the whole list, the one I mean there's a couple that I that I really question but like how does a handmaiden of Padme know uh did Padme get choked on Mustafar, realize Anakin fell, left Polis was a uh, Mos, uh Polis, Polis Massa. Yeah, Polis Massa and go tell the handmaiden, or did she send her like a hollow? See, I because I haven't been following this comic run. I don't know. I'm just saying logically, like, like when would she have told the handmaiden? I mean, she went to Mustafar on her own. Right. She She the only one. The only one that knew was C3PO that she was going, basically. So, or at least where she was going. So, like, how? It was Polis was the, her handmaiden in the closet with Obi Wan, or that I guess the compartment, <laughs> cabin, compartment stowed away on the ship. Yeah, like explain that to me. Like I, that to that's the most like you can make points with some of the, the other people on the list, but like the handmaiden, like how? I don't know. I couldn't tell you. Even if the force did the, I mean, the force is female. Did the force like tell her that like, hey, Anakin's uh, Vader? <laughs> Dude, I I can't keep up with half this crap sometimes. But, no, I know, but you see how like it. it no, I, I like, it, but like, again, it, I, I, just my point of it is like because maybe there's supposed to be some tips and hints and stuff like that that she gained for whatever. What? Well, tra- I don't know what she's been doing if like traveling with Vader or whatever, but things she's picked up on, I don't know. He's, in a, he's I, in a suit. And like, yeah. does she like, <laughs> does she like, you know, come in his like his meditation chamber? Like, are we like, I'm not going, I'm not going there. Don't think I'm talking about knocking me on work boots. That's disgusting. My, my brain went there. I, <laughs> I know. It I know. I got crap from D- Daviaso about it. Even though Star <laughs> Wars theory did equally the same thing with Ahsoka <laughs> and, and Luke. Ugh. But yeah, like, was she like, you know, did she come for a late night snack in his meditation chamber, like, and then like see his face? And, I don't know, or what's left of his face, and like, oh, you kind of look like again. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I get. You see what keeps me up? These things that keep me up at night. The horrors of what yeah. real life can bring to you. We're gonna send a message to Star Wars Theory and see what he thinks. I mean, you're happy to go for it. Yeah. 
Like, man, what do you think? How did how did Saba 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 whatever her name is Sabine Sabine? What, what <laughs> how did Saba find out that uh, Vader was Anakin? <sighs> yeah, I mean, my I mean, my whole point to this too was just the the Virgin Vader versus the Chad Sab Sab, Sab oh, or for, whatever. Yeah. It's like I mean, it, it's just so sad to see him looking like that. It's like, dude. Why? Why isn't he like maybe like arms crossed, standing tall, or not get, know, not like, just like, like in a more of a more of a position of like looming over her? Like I'm gonna, bitch, you, you keep talking like some nonsense. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do to you what uh, what I did to your to your uh, to your original, yeah, or, <laughs> to the know, person you like, were trying to mimic. <laughs> force, force pull her heart out through her throat. Like I don't know something. You're the, are you the Dark Lord of the Sith? Or are you the uh, Dark Lord of the? Uh, well, I mean, like we've <laughs> we've we've talked about constantly now. It's the whole deconstructing of uh, Lucas era established characters that uh, are known known and beloved in some forms or others. I mean, you got Bob Gideon a- killing people from you know ordering the wrong Jimmy John sandwich for him. <laughs> <laughs> this, this girl essentially calling Vader out on his identity. He's gonna sit there and take it. Well, when you clearly told him no sweet relish on your on your sandwich, you know, you, of course you're gonna be a little upset. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, just... <laughs> oh, God. I just don't understand. Like, and are people buying this? Do people like? Okay, fine. I get it. People are out there buying High Republic stuff. At least that twenty year old teenager. I mean, she bought <laughs> multiple. Uh, I really feel like we should re- like try to save her, like reach out to her. Be like, listen, before you start reading this, just utter, just dumpster fire. Like, let me give you some some good. Let me get you some dark horse comics before you read that. Right. Like, just <laughs> point like, in the right direction of some better content. It's like, man. But even if you even if <sighs> read even if people read these comic books, do you think do you think they even think about like the question like okay, well wait, hold on, how did she find out that he was Anakin? Because I mean, right, and to make that argument, I mean, in theory, they would actually have to know anything and you know know something about Star Wars and, and the story of Anakin. But like, do you think that those questions like how? Wait a wait a tick. How did how did she find out he was Anakin? Because last time yeah. I heard Anakin's voice and the different you know, didn't say Anakin's voice and Vader's voice, they didn't sound nothing alike. No. Vader's like incredibly taller than Anakin. <laughs> he can't walk with a limp, he ain't got no like, you know. Well, and it was the thing was too was his transformation into Darth Vader, even pre-suit, was basically happening all behind the scenes. Nobody was aware of his antics and what he was doing at the uh, at the uh, command of of Palpatine. Nobody right. knew what was really going on. And yeah. the next thing they know, they I it was supposed to be like playing off Anakin had died at the hands of the traitorous Jedi. Here's Lord right. Vader in his place. Right. Nobody who helped like, who yeah. helped stop and destroy the traitorous Jedi to the to the Republic to right. the now Galactic Empire, you know. So for what everybody nobody like, was supposed to know. Lucifer. He just yeah, I, I don't I don't know if it was getting into specifics, but it's just more of you know he was one of the good ones that fell to the traitorous Jedi, and yeah. now here is Lord Vader. So, I mean, it was okay. it was basically supposed to be kind of like that 
little secret. And like we, like I, uh, I brought up last week of how, you know, Obi-Wan was so hesitant in the last of the Jedi to tell Ferris Olin that, you know, yeah, this Vader, that's, uh, that's your old rival. That's, uh, yeah. that's, uh, that's Anakin. That's the bully that beat you up at school. <laughs> oh, sweet revenge. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> don't worry. I took some limbs for you. <laughs> yeah. But don't worry. Like, he ain't got no, he, he ain't got no limbs. Um, no. but you know, it was kind of that dark no, secret. Because that was, he doesn't have I, it. That was supposed to be the whole big impact too for Luke finding out who Vader was when Vader told him who he was. Right. And then Obi Wan and and Yoda going having to go, yeah. Yeah, that's your dad. dad. (laughs) Kind of a dick. (laughs) Kind of a dick, we know. But um uh but yeah, that's your dad, all right. (laughs) Your adopted grandfather, he's kind of a dick too. You know, <laughs> I mean, I don't think he is. I, you know, I think she's, you know, kind of an upstanding citizen myself. Um, hey, he just, you know, misunderstood. He just, yeah. Uh, uh, well, I don't. So, which one? Which which article do you think was worse? Well, I think we certainly got more meat off of Ray Scott after Ray Palpatine there and her stupid shit with the Yeah. <laughs> I got just yeah. But yeah, the, the the whole Anakin thing. I mean both I don't even know. I think the I think I got the Ray article got more of a rise out of me. Like I was like, this is just this is just you ever read something and just feel more stupid after you read it? Oh yeah, there's been there's been a, quite a few of those. Yeah, I was going to be funny and be like, "You feel stupider," because that's like you read it and you just become stupid. Like that's how I felt reading this this article with Ray. Like I just I felt more stupid after. Reading I didn't it. feel stupid. I was just more like I uh, I can I know that this is all contradictory bullshit. That uh, makes absolutely no. Sense. That just kind of more just fueled my. <laughs> <laughs> fueled my own anger, I guess you could say, and, and wanting to uh, just wanting to rip somebody. it apart. That I was force choke somebody. Yeah, told me all. No, yeah, <laughs> we, I just, it's like if you're gonna if you're gonna try to cover up something or fig like try harder. Like this isn't this is just like. Well, you know, I think I think it's more you know, just. <sighs> Just fess up. Just, just kind of come to acceptance that you know, maybe we didn't put, we didn't do our best. We didn't put it, put our best foot forward that we could have to put out a better movie and better trilogy. We, we kind of, we, 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 we fell in the ditch. (laughs) We didn't just stumble. We, we didn't just stumble. We fell off the, we fell off the giant. We fell off the cliff. Into a uh, into into a bottomless pit that we just yeah. keep you know digging ourselves deeper. But you know what? Here we are. We're trying to we'll try and crawl our way back out. And you, you know what? Go. Funny. You know what? We get it. It's dog water. It's bad. We it's, get, we'll try. We'll try it again. You know. I don't think there would be any harm in that. <laughs> it might actually show a big. They will never do. It. You know, it's been trending this week and i it's like uh 
Feel What's that? For George Lucas to come back, and it's like hashtag make uh, Star Wars great again. <laughs> and I'm like, please do it, George. Like, I, I don't. He's old. He wants. There's nothing. nothing that's gonna. You know, I, as much as it would be great, it'd be interesting to see George come back. I don't think he wants to. For he's one, the only person, obviously. But at the same time, it's like the goodwill between between the fan base and uh and Lucasfilm has already evaporated. It's been destroyed at this point. For people like us, it's like, why would we want to give you any kind of a second chance? We don't yeah, that's great and all that you brought Lucas in, but you know, what is that? Is he actually gonna be able to do what he wants to do with the story? Is he gonna actually do you know have full reign, full control? I mean, the only way they could do it is I mean, if he sold, if they had the rights, he'd have to somehow they he'd have to somehow buy the rights back. He would have to like somehow negotiate a contract to yeah. get back in and to be able to have full one hundred percent control, no no KK over his shoulder or anything like that. He brings in his own crew and everything, his own people that has worked with him before over the, you know, the decades and stuff, whoever's still left, whoever was from the prequels and stuff. And, you know, yeah, then may, I mean, maybe, but that's a big, maybe, but here's the thing though. Like the only way that it would work is if somehow Kathleen Kennedy, you know, and Disney's doing a lot of stupid stuff. Like they're making a lot of stupid moves. I mean, and if you don't believe me, then just look like turn your news on and, and watch what they're doing. But like the only way this works is if Kathleen is is out, Floney and Favreau are out. George right. somehow, like to your point, negotiates a contract where he comes back. George is the only one that can bridge that gap, though. Like every the, the true fans of like those of us that were loyal to him and loyal to Star Wars who have been pushed away by the mouse, right? He's the only one right. that can, like if he came back, like I would bet my next paycheck multiple paychecks that like people would be would, would come back like those loyal would be like okay like yeah we left because disney's just an, they're just idiots right but george coming back like you know what i mean like he'd be the one that they, they, they could bridge that gap and, and bring people back and make it great again again I'm, you know people are gonna say I'm biased it's fine but you know i think that i mean in my mind i think that he could do that but again like that's a well, big like, ask, and that's a big feat. Yeah, to like I said, that's a contract. That's just that big if. But he's probably, big, he's if probably, he has yeah. if he has full con uh, full control, if he's really got the energy and is up for it at this point. Well, I think he I mean, had all those stories. He had all that stuff, all that content that he wanted to do that gave that he gave to Disney, and Disney was like, you know, the yeah, and they, we, like, we, yeah, we'll they, and then, they like, threw out their opportunity to have a right. Can, uh, you know, a storyline that would have been consistent with itself, but they decided, no, we know better than than you, old man. Get out. Give us your, or, give us your, give us your franchise, and we're gonna, we're gonna do what we want with it because it's Disney. A, yeah, somehow construct a contract, and then George Lucas himself creates his own streaming platform, and then he can do his ideas on that. Get somehow get construct a contract where he can, you know actually be able to produce what he wants to produce without any type of, you know, infringement or copyright, like somehow get some type of exclusive rights back from like two star Wars or, you know, and then create a streaming platform for himself. But again, that's a, <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, man, I really want him to come back. I know it's not going to happen, but to your point, like, does he have the energy? Like I, if I was Lucas and I saw what Disney did, I'd be defeated, man. I'd be like, there's, there's like, 
you know what I mean? Like I spent my majority of my career, my life creating, creating this. And then you see somebody just open my mouth and crap in it and, you know, basically pound my chest until I swallow it, you know, uh, that'd be defeating, but I don't know. I thought a lot about it. I, you know, would like some type of, if he was angry at any point, he's probably, it's probably been like the, you know, those, the stages of, of grief. And now he's just probably come to acceptance. He's just like, all right, whatever. It is, what it, it, is what it, it is what it is at this point. Fine. You know, I'm out. I've got my money. I've got my happy Still life. I think he should have sold it for $4.2 billion. I don't think he should have sold it at all, but I, I mean, I, I mean I'm the I'm the kind I'm the kind of prick that I would have been like, no, this shit's dying with me. I don't care. Oh no, 100%. Like, <laughs> that's why we've had these we've had these conversations at work though. I I think Disney held a gun to his head. Like if you don't sell this, we're it's a fun it. it's a fun LARP. Yeah, it's like it's a fun idea that you know. No, yeah, I wrote it down the, in my the, journal. The, 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 <laughs> I told it back in 2013-14, that's what I wrote. Like Disney held a gun to his head. Uh, they had some type of skeleton. They went in this closet. They found some type of skeleton. Like, if you don't sell this to us, we're gonna. Well, Dear God, what kind of blackmail did Kathleen uh, Kennedy have on him? Yeah, but as I'm saying, she's the perfect one. She spent how many years did she spend with this guy? Yeah, I mean, Jesus, him? she's been there. She's been there probably. I mean, I know since definitely like the Indiana Jones movies. She's that annoying that that won't go away. Yeah, basically. Right? I'm saying you might think I'm crazy, but like Jamin, you're stupid. You're crazy. Okay, fine, that's your opinion. But I think that they had some type of they they had something on him, and they I think it was a hostile. It was gonna it was a it was gonna be some type of hostile takeover. Well, I could see it being KK, considering she is the one put in control of Lucasfilm. So, wouldn't surprise me if she had something on him. But you know, this is all. <laughs> Listen, you call it hypothetical. You can call it conspiracy. Whatever you want to say. I'm just saying. I wouldn't sell it for you could get you could offer me eight billion dollars and I wouldn't have sold it. No, and like I said, neither would I. I would have kept it till my dying freaking day, and I would have coming in. My I would have been I would have been the the guy that would have been like you know unless it's gotten my one hundred percent okay or I'm writing it myself. It, it only that would be considered canon. Outside of that, no, it ain't canon. So no matter what these cl- if some clowns get. Like after my death, some clowns get their hands on it. That'll never be canon. I'd make that clear as freaking day. If anybody ever got their hands on this, no matter what, it's not canon. My yeah. stuff, that's canon. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why he didn't do that. Like I don't know why he didn't write it write up a contract himself and be like, Yeah, I'll sell it to you. But the only way I'm gonna sell this to you is if one, you follow my ideas and establish that anything like after i die like basically if you deviate from what i'm telling you or giving you like that's not canon like the the, the within the confines of what i write and what i hand you that's canon anything that you de- like if you deviate from that it's not canon right but you know whatever disney you know it's fine disney gonna disney uh, yeah so it was <laughs> I've got I've got some other articles here if we wanted to go into them. Um, should we go into the key jangling uh, commentary? Is this yet? the? Is this the? Uh, oh god, which one was it? Wasn't Ahsoka, was it? No, this was the, about the Obi Wan show. Uh, yeah, maybe that one. Okay, 
Uh, I just remember uh, seeing the key jangle from OG Star Wars. Yeah, I, I, I had <laughs> I made that comment to myself. <laughs> Let me try to see if, if we can ever get OG on the show. Oops. Okay, share screen. Yeah, Obi-Wan Kenobi actor teases wonderful cameos in Disney Plus show. Oh, I did see that. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, there's one character that Star Wars fans have been begging begging to see the return uh, franchise for some time now, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Thankfully, that day is almost here with Ewan McGregor's upcoming Disney Plus series. The story is set to take place in between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope and will also fall years beho- uh, before the events of Star Wars Rebels. Ah, are we teasing something there? Um, past that, not much po- uh, plot information has been confirmed. What fans do know, however, is how Hayden Christensen will be returning as Darth Vader to go up against his master once more. No, twice more. They've they've said that. They're going to do two fights. Twice more. Um, the very first trailer for the show also teased the involvement of the Inquisitors. Uh, among them was their leader, the Grand Inquisitor, played by Rupert Friend. Uh, no doubt the entire group will exchange blows with Kenobi as they fulfill their quest to extinguish the remnants of the Jedi Order, which Grand Inquisitor will not go down, of course, against Kenobi at any point. We know he basically has plot armor or because he he's the main, at least for seasons one and two, I think of rebels he's the main antagonist or maybe it was a season one i forgot it's been a while um this grand inquisitor in the kenobi series is not the grand inquisitor that was in Last of jedi right no no much different much different that would be cool if he was but you know disney would never you know they'd never use anything that's handed to them on a silver platter not unless they can you know try and repurpose it for their own bullshit in some way. <laughs> but they already have their Inquisitors, so they don't need yeah, the, Egghead, not Egghead. Yeah, they got Wish the Egghead. Wish it was Egghead. Uh, <laughs> uh, but who else will, could appear in this series? Oh, excuse me. Uh, during a recent red carpet event, a friend was in attendance, and in response to a question by the press, the actor teased the many cameos fans should expect. Uh-oh, was somebody speaking out of turn? Uh, <laughs> during during a red carpet of, uh, interview with Hey You Guys for the, his net, new Netflix series, Anatomy of a Scandal, Rupert Friend was asked how excited fans should be for the upcoming series Obi-Wan Kenobi. Actor who plays the Grand Inquisitor exclaimed that for, for him, the series is one of the most thrilling additions to the Star Wars canon. Bow cannon, uh, uh, and how there are wonderful cameos from people and Easter eggs galore. So the big, the further quote: um, "If it's possible to be any more excited than folks already are, I would be. I think the series is one of the most thrilling additions of the Star Wars canon. I think Ewan McGregor is doing things with that role that is a dream for fans of the original films." You know, we can't obviously have Alec Guinness back, but I just think Ewan was absolutely born to play the part. And wonderful cameos from people I obviously can't tell you, but Easter eggs galore. Yeah, it's a thrilling ride. 
Uh, I mean, hey, I mean, at least somebody's being thrilled and positive about the whole thing. Uh, <laughs> right. It's like, so basically now we're kind of going into fan theory territory. Uh, so who who could possibly show up? The list is nearly endless. The first player that, uh, player that comes to mind is Qui-Gon Jinn. In fact, it would be kind of disappointing if he didn't end up making a cameo in the series. It seems like the perfect outlet to allow Liam Neeson to show his face one more time. Okay, so I this just popped into my brain. that As far as we know, we haven't gotten any word of him popping up around set or anything. And, you know, mm-hmm. the way things have been dropping, you kind of think there would have been. At the same time, as I was just thinking about it, reading this out, I'm like, okay, they might save him popping in as a force ghost for the end of season one. Like that's their big kind of like reveal. Like maybe after after uh, uh, Obi Wan's back on Tatooine, and after you know doing his thing, the Inquisitor probably making a gr- the 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 one female Inquisitor making a grand sacrifice after she turns back to the light and helps save Obi Wan. Um, he's back on Tatooine, and he's in you know he. Might be trying to commune with Qui-Gon, maybe, and then poof, that's when he's going to pop in. What do you yeah. think? Oh, God, I don't know, man. There's I mean, a- that's... I, thing now? Yeah, you didn't... You, 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 we watched the trailer. Why are there so many Inquisitors? Does it do with the... the, the, the I know. The they're, they're, farming hat, the egg yeah. <laughs> The dude with the, the, the spinning lightsaber. Like, wait, how many are there? That was the Grand Inquisitor that showed you off got, his spinning like, lightsaber. Bro- which brother... You got the, the, what do they, they call them? The, sis- wait, the sisters. Yeah, the sisters brothers. and the brothers. Yeah, I, yeah, like the seventh sister. Whatever. Yeah, it's kind of dumb. So which one is? is that the seventh sister? Is she the one? I don't it? know which one she is, but she's there's yeah she's one of the so inquisitors the is popping in because he look, if she no female, the grand really inquisitor does. the grand inquisitor is the egghead. Okay, I was gonna say if the grand inquisitor is a female, <laughs> she's really ugly, hundred percent. So that the grand inquisitor is the egghead guy. I don't know. Yes. You know, we did this. It's interesting you bring up this point because we did that article a couple episodes ago. But was it thirteen or twelve where we talked about everybody? Had, you know, the people that had this, this fetish for force ghosts. You know, oh, right, so, right. And the oversaturation of force ghosts and everything. So, I mean, you bring up a good point. You know, and it's like we call member berries. Like, how do we? Yeah. How do we make this? This. I the I, I this I. Sitting here, I think, like, do you think that they they honestly think that, like, hey, this is probably going to be just as successful as the Book of Boba, so let's do what we can to try to prevent it from being just as bad as as Book of Boba. So let's bring in let's bring in Liam Neeson because yeah. everybody listen, Whoa. Liam Neeson hasn't had a single bad movie ever. I love Liam Neeson. He had a single <laughs> bad movie, right? So it's just a little key jangling. Let's bring let's bring Qui Gon back. Qui-Gon, though, is one that makes sense to me, though, only does, due to does. the only due to the fact of the what they what they said. Well, not just that, but what they already established in Revenge of the Sith. And the fact, oh, looks like we lost a uh, hitman. He'll be back in just a moment. We hit his hit the hour 20 mark. So, of course, either StreamYard or his phone acted retarded and kicked him from the chat. There he is. There you are. Yeah, uh, yeah. You're, you're at the hour 20. 
That's right. So, like, like I was like I was saying for Revenge of the Sith, you know, that got set up that he was going to that Obi-Wan was going to be doing this special training and he'd be he and Yoda was going to give him instructions on how to commune with Qui-Gon Jinn again. So, right. it makes that makes sense. His cameo makes would make sense more than a lot of what I'm sure this what like I see uh, the show has also been said to have Clone Wars flashbacks. If true, this opens the door to seeing the likes of Captain Rex or Commander Cody, maybe even a younger Ahsoka in her early days. So this is where we definitely will start getting into some key jangling. Um, even Hondo the pirate could show up, given Whoa. his rapport within the animated series with Obi-Wan. The bounty hunter Cad <laughs> Sausage Fingers... Uh, Cad Bane uh, might be another good choice. He would also make a lot of sense given his awesome live awesome uh, live action introduction to audiences in the final two episodes of Book of Boba F- Beta Fett. Um, there have been plenty of rumors teasing that fans will see more Jedi in the show as well, and possibly even Senator Organa. What? But uh, what what about anybody from the cast of Rebels? Uh, Kanan and Ezra's appearances are uh, are unlikely due to the show's timeline in relation to Kenobi and how both believe the Jedi long dead. Who cares? They've already retconned freaking Kanan's bullshit, you know, uh, Order 66 event. Why not further wreck their own canon? I mean, they've been doing enough of it. Right. They might as well. So uh, this same sentiment goes towards Darth Maul as well. Maybe a young Hera or Sabine could show up. Oh, God. Our freaking stupid tagger. Um, but their place in Obi-Wan's story doesn't seem to seem too organic on the surface. They don't care. They don't care how organic it would be, just as so long as they can jangle some keys and go, hey, look. Look, it's it's this character. Yay! Maybe Lucasfilm will surprise everyone with an uh, up-and-coming bounty hunter named Din Djarin crossing paths with Master Jedi. I thought they already conf- I thought they already made a comments that he'd be that they would be tying this in with Mandalorian. Didn't we go over an article some episodes ago? Yeah. Talking about this? Um so crossing paths with Master Jedi, even if only for a second, or of course Samuel L. Jackson's Mace Window has been alive all this time and has been waiting to steal McGregor's spotlight for years. Only time will tell. Oh, Christ Almighty! Yeah, that's. I mean, it, I mean, this doesn't confirm anything other than an actor going, "Hey, yeah, there's going to be some cool things." This is just kind of the 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 attempting to kind of hype up the the show, you know, going, hey, come and come and watch. There'll be things to that you might want to see, but no real confirmation or anything. So, like, yeah. well, who do you think they who do you think they would bring in, cameo wise? Cameo wise, I mean, I I yeah, like they kind of already said the. Uh, I I guess I guess they could do some flashbacks, but 
I mean, that might just be using some stock movie fo- footage from Revenge of the yeah. Sith. Right. Like they did with, uh, in Book of Beta Fett with, uh, yeah. um, young, young Boba picking up <laughs> Django's head. Right. So like that maybe, that um, Otherwise, uh, the only one that makes sense to me would, would be Qui-Gon and having Liam Neeson back for that role. Because it's, it's part of him, him no. it's part of Obi-Wan's training. It's part of what he, part of his point of being in isolation on Tatooine. I hope Liam says no, F you guys. <laughs> I'm not doing this. I don't stand, I, I stand against what you're doing. But I don't know. They were able to get everybody. They've been able to get everybody else back. So maybe they can. I don't know. I don't know either. It's it's. <sighs> Otherwise, yeah, I mean, I guess they could do the whole flat again. Like I said, the flashbacks with the other clones. But I'm, you had to then de-age, you had to then de-age Tamara Morrison. <laughs> But he's not. I mean, he's he's not. A, I mean, he he, he, he well. got himself he got himself into some slightly better shape, but yeah. I mean, he still got beat by a Wookie. He's he's an old dude. It's like, come on, dude. You're you're not the slim and trim that you were no, when you first you were see, in the prequels. Yeah, see him. It's just something got, to accept. You got luscious, you know, black hair, and and now he's bald. <laughs> the Sarlacc Pit did that though. The Sarlacc Pit ate it. I guess so. The Sarlacc Pit apparently did a lot of damage. Yeah, to where you um, sitting in the back to bed. Oops, sorry, we weren't supposed to talk about that. <laughs> Otherwise, I mean, I wouldn't surprise me that they then try and pull the bullshit of having Mace Windu come back because they keep they Ugh. keep wanting to. I almost posted this picture in the for the show. There's a picture of Samuel L. Jackson. I don't think it was photoshopped. I guess it could have been, but it, he was taking a selfie with his lightsaber and oh, and it's supposed to have a badass that? motherfucker on yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one? The the initials for it. Yeah. Is he hurting for money, or does he really just want to come back and join all the other people? <sighs> it's Samuel L. Jackson, man. He's I mean, mainly because I have credit card commercials for <laughs> capital. Mainly because. Mainly because I have no respect for a lot of actors for the most part, and I don't give a shit. It's like I, I see him as coming back for only the money. Yeah. A part of me would be like, yeah, that'd be great that they really did like the role and everything. That's why they want to come back. But it's like at the same time, you gotta kind of have some, some smarts on the whole. Let's, what's the saying? Let let sleepy dogs. Uh, let, yeah. What's this? I don't even know what the saying is, but it's like just let. Just let, let Mace Windu let be dead. Be dead. But but it, but again to that point it's like well you don't know he's dead, really? No, you don't. You don't know he's dead. He just flew out of the building. He got his arm. <laughs> he got his arm cut off, and he and he got you know force lightning and and and, and uh, force pushed out the door, out the window. He, but you don't right know out that giant's however freaking story high window. My God. I mean that that is probably rivals. I mean, like I said, you had the rotunda and the chancellor suite was right next to the rotunda and they're pretty, you know, but I mean, if you know the, I mean, we could, you know, we should do an episode. We should pull up the, uh, the diagram, uh, and floor plans. They're out there. I've searched them on Google, like how big they're like, how big the how big that tower was. Yeah. And and then the exact, and then the chancellor suite, we should do that. And, and to show them like, cause they're, like I said, they're out there, but, 
you know, for you to get pushed out, you know, one, to get your arm cut off, two, to get basically cooked from the inside out, yeah. three, cooked from the inside out and then pushed out, out a, f- a window. A ridiculously stupid high. High window <laughs> to the, you know. And no indication that you were regaining any form while flying out that window. Right. You were borked, brother. (laughs) Well, if you could use the force, if the force to jump, you know, extremely high, then maybe you can use the force to slow down time in your fall. (laughs) I do. I'm tell. I listen. You make the noise. I'm just saying. No, I, I, no, I, I know, I know, I know. I'm waiting for the day that a Disney fan that has read the Bane series could be like, well, Bane, you know, survived. You know, in his ship crashing down to a planet using the force. So why can't Windu use the force to brace himself from you know hitting the ground? Like okay. unless yeah, unless okay. Mace Windu suddenly had point. these dark side orbalisks that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you can use that point, but again, he wasn't fried from the inside out. Like that's right. Any diarrhea that he had in his body is, is a crit is like you know it's, it's dried. <sighs> there's no argument like what argument can you make I guess you could do it but like to to say like yeah he survived force lightning like I just I have a hard time accepting it because of, of how mal- how you know the deceived book describes it how Whitney scene, like playing the the, the the scene in my head reading the Bane series like he's got this force storm of lightning like I listen I peed on an electrical fence when I was about four years old, I about lost my junk. <laughs> like, and you're did you me, really? Yeah. <laughs> and then you're gonna you're gonna tell me that he's gonna. Did survive? you never? Did you never watch Ren and Stimpy? They said no. don't piss on the electric fence. <laughs> I know, but, but again, you tell me not to do something, I'm gonna do it. Like, I'm a, like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm gonna do this. Don't tell my. I do what I want. Don't tell my mom. Like. Yeah, of course I'm going. You never did that. You never peed on an electrical fence. <laughs> Listen, I'm not trying to get deep here, but like we're, you know, as the kids, because it's a kids show, we gotta be, you know, gotta be, be politically correct. But like, you never peed on an electrical. You never peed on a on a on the third rail of a tra- train track. No, I I never attempted such a feat. Uh-huh. <laughs> the safety uh-huh. for my junk was pro- top priority. Well, listen. Public service <laughs> announcement for the children out there: Don't do it. Listen to Uncle Jay Hitman. I'm telling you, don't do it. It's terrible. You'll you. It, it's a close call. You'll be no. getting an animatronic uh, thing if you you know. You'd be going to the mod shop that uh, Boba went to. <laughs> That's really disappointing that you've never done that. I thought everybody did that. No, like I said, I I no. No, the the idea of being electrocuted was not exactly something I wanted to experience. I learned early on, like, for example, hot surfaces bad. So electrical things would also then be bad. (laughs) I really just wanted to, you know, test to see if, you know, Pokemon was true about water and electrical. I, you know, just wanted to test it. Like, you know, because all the time, you know, I, I, you always get beat by water Pokemon. I I I salute your ability to and willingness 
to test certain things, sir. Uh, you know, I, you're a braver person than I. Listen, someone's got to do it. I'm doing it for, <laughs> I'm doing it for the viewers. For our this public service announcement brought to you by J Hitman. I'm doing it for you because I love you all that are listening. <laughs> Except for the if, if you're a child of the mouse, I hate you. I'm not doing it for you. Just suck a fart. I put it in my tweet earlier today. I was like, uh, hashtag Felony still sucks. Hashtag uh, Disney suck a fart. Nice. I didn't see that one. I'll have to look for that. Uh, it probably got censored by Twitter. Hopefully, Elon Musk will buy Twitter and then we'll actually start, like, probably like getting more traction. Oh, God. Don't get me started on that. Oh, no. Should we not? Well, there'll be another show. No, I. I, I <sighs> As much fun as as Musk can be with his memes and shit like that, even if he somehow managed to buy Twitter, I don't think he's going to do what people think he's going to do. You don't think? No, because he's just as much in line with a lot of these dipshit organizations. He just tries to play off being more of the, the, the less centrist type. Yeah. And he's, he's not going to go full bore, you know, pro freedom of speech and suddenly start unbanning a bunch of people and stuff like that. And if anything, I see it more as a, unless he, unless he buys Twitter and burns it to the freaking ground, then okay. All right. Then then we're good. But I don't foresee him ever doing that. And then him doing so by, if he buys Twitter and everything and is in control, all this is going to do is just corral people back to Twitter. And it's going to kill the the alternate platforms that have been built and everything. And I don't see that as a positive thing. I see that as a negative. I think there should be plenty of these, you know, alternative platforms out there. I just wanted so, to buy it. And uh, as fun as I think that would be, I just, <laughs> I, I, I just don't fall for the memes. Welcome, Daviaso. Welcome. Ah, finally. What are, ta- what are we talking about? What are we talking about? How you uh, Jay <laughs> Hitman was getting into the the Elon Musk buying Twitter stuff. Oh, okay. I don't know if you've heard anything about that at all. I saw that. Did it go through? Uh, well, I you just know hear it's funny. He's like, uh, so you know, let's spend a couple, just like a minute or two talking about this. So, like, he's got them by the ball sack, right? Because if they don't accept his own, because he technically can afford it, he's only got about $300 billion, right? So, 40, he, it's 43. he has government money, though. That's the thing. He's been sucking off the government tit forever. Right. And that's part Fine. of my problem with him, too, is like, it's part of it's probably self made money, okay. But he's been getting a lot of government subsidies for Tesla and stuff like that. That's where a lot of this right. comes from. So of course he wants Twitter. It's another he, government yeah. write-off. But if they don't, if they don't take his offer, then what happens if he sells his stocks? Right? Like this is right. That was like, another. That was the what his plan B or something where he could right. basically crash crash his bitch with no survivors. I'm all for that. So By all means, I'm all for. Uh, that was the. I believe that was his plan B. Was to force it. Yeah. Yeah, the the uh, hostile takeover essentially. Well, I mean that's just business terms, anyways, of what's going on. So right. it's, it's funny it's a how brilliant they, move if you think about it, because if they don't take his offer, then like to your point that he could essentially sell and crash it, and you know, and make it yeah, so he could then buy up more stocks and right. you know, become a majority holder. Yada yada yada. Was it like what the, the, what they did though? They like they're like if you you could buy more stock, but if you buy more stock, we're gonna uh, what did they say? Like if you 
if you take a board seat, you can only buy this much. Yeah, and that was why he didn't take the board seat was because he wanted to be able to potentially buy it completely. I mean, and to see how much the stock was prior to all this, like it was like what was it trading at? Like in the like twenty, thirty dollars a share or something like that. And now it's like it's tanking. Yeah. Last I heard. Yeah. I don't know. But if he crashes Twitter, then we're gonna have to find another platform to promote. Oh, have, I'm already I'm already spread across the board, so. Well, you're you're, <laughs> you're ahead of the game. I'm just I'm slowly falling behind you. I know. We're going, it, we're going, to, we're going back to Facebook, boys. <laughs> yeah. ah, screw that! Yeah, screw no, that! I, Let's yeah, bring hey, back MySpace. <laughs> hey, yeah, jokes on you guys. I already reactivated my MySpace last night. <laughs> I got my, I chose my song and everything. Oh. <laughs> I never had a MySpace. Oh, you poor it was, guy. It was before your time, I'm guessing, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Facebook's the oldest I go back. Dude, you poor bastard. You never understood the gloriousness of MySpace. <laughs> I changed I changed more songs on my MySpace than I changed my gaunches. <laughs> you know what's funny? <laughs> We're going off into some funny territory with this. Oh, but it's like, you know, that, that, that was kind of my first signs of, like, my... Uh, I, I guess you could say inability to grasp social media was like, even then, I barely posted. Yeah, I maybe on changed it on MySpace. Yeah, I maybe did some posts here or there or or I switched just, the song or whatever. I but it's like when I broke up with my ex-girlfriend. If I was mad at my g- <laughs> girlfriend or my ex, I just like, you know. I Write your blog post. Yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> dude. I changed like, you know songs from you know, oh god go Great from days. like the, a happy song to a sad song so like usher you got it bad to make my girlfriend think that I'm depressed to get her to call me Smash oh, this, is, this is star wars meets uh dr phil jerry springer god you never had myspace you so no no you the so oldest young. i go back is uh facebook god you're so young guy you do oh, you You've not. Ex- you've, you've been robbed. Your child. You've been robbed of your childhood. I uh, hasn't been. I mean, Facebook was just another derivative of MySpace, just changed MySpace up. And now, though. MySpace. Well, Zanga, what was it? Zanga. Remember, was it Zanga? Z- uh, what was the other one? Bazinga. No. Bonsai buddy. <laughs> no, it, it was the other form. It was like the other form of MySpace. It was like. Zion, Zynga, Zynga, whatever. I don't know. I don't remember that one exactly, but I just remember it was on the black was, market. It was, well, it was on the black market. Well, this was the thing. Like it was MySpace and Facebook, but Facebook, even at that time, was only for college kids, and that was the only way that they could get on was proving that they were from a certain school. And then eventually, they opened it all up for anybody and their grandmothers to join. So it, I, I and then that's when it with, blew up. Yeah. I came up with a. Fa- I tried to join Facebook when that happened, and I had to give a fake university that never happened. Like, was that? <laughs> I gave a fake university that was, like wasn't a thing, and they asked for my uh, credentials. Right. And I was like, uh, "One minute, please." <laughs> I was like, "One minute, please." And I never did it. I think I said I went to like PU University or something. I was stupid when I was a kid. I was like, "Yeah, I went to PU University." <laughs> or something yeah, like that. Stinky, bro. Yeah, dude. I just never knew about it, and then like I had, I had had a, I had a live journal for a little while. Yeah, I'd done some posts on that here and there. Again, it was just kind of like some, some, just some, and then eventually I lost interest. Yeah, <laughs> one of those things. You're just like, oh, 
now I'm kind of over this. Because yeah. even gonna, even I was like going, God, I'm getting kind of freaking emo. I got to knock this crap off before, you're I, before I start you cutting myself. You're just, you keep listening to uh, Wake Me Up When November Ends. Uh, I'll, be put, I'll be putting back some Lincoln Park. Oh, uh, you know. yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so, yeah. Yeah, Lincoln Park. There you go. Do you, uh, do you know who Lincoln Park is, Daviasu? Yes, of course oh. I do. Oh, okay. I just want to make sure. We I was going to say, I'd, be, I, I'd actually be shocked if he didn't. Paper Cut's one of my favorite songs from them. Paper Cut's. Oh. I was always more clo- partial to One Step Closer, personally, but that was um, me. Why can't we get some like some Wayne Newton in here? <laughs> I haven't listened to Wayne Newton. <laughs> Wayne Newton. I just never listened to any of his stuff. A little Kung Fu Fighting? That was him? I think it was Wayne Newton, wasn't it? Yeah, Kung yeah, Fu Fighting. Does he? I, I don't know. So. I don't know who Wayne Newton is. I know who he is. I just don't think he sung that song, though, did he? Who did the Carlton? Uh, that was Wayne Newton, wasn't it? Oh, God. I don't know. Now you're going into a whole other show that I'm, I have not watched in a dog's age. So, John Williams. Yeah, back to... <laughs> so the- <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sorry. Or Tom Jones. Tom Jones. Tom Jones. Yeah, yeah, the the biggest my, singer. Yeah, one of, my, one of my favorite singers of all time, Tom Jones. Oh. Usual to be loved. Don't know who Tom Jones is again. You don't know who Tom Jones is. Okay, that doesn't surprise me. That's because that's, that's that's something I barely know, but that's only thanks to Mars Attacks. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Reminiscent of a bygone era. So, back to the... <laughs> Davi, back. So you missed... Hey, real quick, Davi, also, we, were, we were talking about, uh, you know, how Mace Windu got his arm cut off and forced yeah. him out, uh, you know, build it. You know, because there's talk that he's coming back. Did you 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 peed on a, a hot wire when you were a kid, right? Hot, a hot wire fence. Yeah. See, fractures over. Oh, I'm apparently the weird one here. I'm the weird one. Okay. I just straight touched a hot wire fence before. What? I just straight up I like, grabbed one for. Oh, you didn't pee on one? No, I've done that too. Yeah. Oh, see, fractures over here, like making me feel all alienating me and everything. Make, making me I just feel. I didn't do it. That's all. I didn't, you know, I but learned you said it like, you're like, how well, dare you, peasant? Like, well, yeah, I did, but you know, at the same time, yeah, it was it was just called. I learned at a young age that certain things were bad, and I didn't want to do them. I told her I I wanted to prove <laughs> if. You know, electric Pokemon were more powerful than water Pokemon because my Pikachu always got beat by water Pokemon. So I was like, "Well, I'm going to pee on this electrical fence to see if you know it's if it uh, if it works." And it works. And I had to go, and I didn't, you know, I didn't want to go in my pants, so whipped it out and did it on the fence. And, and then I found him that uh, because I would have had to gone to a, a mod shop because uh, I would have, you know. Well, you could put two and two together, maybe, probably. Where are we going with this show? I hope OG doesn't like watch. Well, we we were, we like, kind of got through those two, the three main articles, especially the no, two I that I uh, Daviaso I put in the um on the Discord Star Wars. I don't know okay. if you want to ha- if you want to drop a comment yourself here right wait, now. Wait, that let me go look at them real quick. <clears throat> yeah. Which one? Uh, memes? No, because no, it was. What is it? Force Reagan pilot skills always perfectly. <laughs> what? 
Yeah, it was, it was apparently uh, what wasn't given context in the movie was apparently given it was it, trying to explain their plot holes in the Force Awakens novelization. Oh, uh, they they always like wreck on stuff with that novelizations. I swear. Yeah, but do you accept that though as a Not given really, thing? No. Okay. Because that was that was part of what my point was too. Was like you know if you didn't at least establish certain things in your movie first, trying to trying to write it in is just you know you you in a in a I don't know in a weird way trying to admit your mistakes, but not admitting it too. It's like a weird double speak going on. Sabe, so Sabe knows that Anakin is a. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I hope I didn't. I hope we didn't spoil anything for you. No, no, I don't care. I don't. I don't read that comic. But oh, okay. But uh, my my no, part of sorry. my main point. Part of my main point too. Like when you look at that image of Vader with Sabe, and and it's on the panel of saying uh, of Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. Does the body language to you in that seem off? For Sabe or Vader, which one? Both. Both. It looks weird. Like to, know, me, to me, to me, Vader looks like he's in the the Virgin meme pose. He doesn't look like Vader. He's hunched over. Yeah, you know? exactly, exactly. While Sabe is in a more kind of dominant force, kind of a more uh, I don't want to say aggressive, but definitely. In control, the sort of situation, mm-hmm. pose, and She's more in prominent. Movie. Yeah. Okay. What's the context of it? Of it though, does I can't read any of it. It's so like pixelated, it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, hey, I came mean, from Disney.com. Why should I be scared of Anakin Skywalker? Oh, okay, okay. So you should be scared now of. So she's saying he's saying he should. So Vader's saying you should be scared of me, and then uh, she's well, saying, all the, all scared. that seems to be given context right now for these two panels is that the group that whatever whoever these group of aliens it's that they just hard. saved yeah, are supposed. They, he says that's where he's like they they fear me now. Yeah, and so and then he's asking her, "Does anything scare you, handmaiden?" She said, "That's where she's like, why should oh, I be yeah. scared of Anakin Skywalker?" Uh, and it's like. No, you should be scared of. Yeah, you I should don't... be scared of the guy right before you that has yeah. ultimate control over the galaxy and can kill you without a so single thought. Skywalker's dead. I killed him. Yeah, in the because... comic, she didn't know that he was Anakin Skywalker. Like earlier in the comic, I did read this. One See, that was that was what I was wondering if you'd maybe read this and they yeah. gave some like insight throughout this that she was maybe getting some hints she of who he is. They do like they. Because they're originally part in the thing, she comes across her and she uh, leads him. He's trying to figure out how uh, Padme had kids, and he ends up finding out that uh, that the I can tell you how she had kids. It's a kid show. Well, yeah, because this in the article it says that this is supposed to be taking place in between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. Yeah, right now Vader's going around seeing how Luke is even possible. Like he thought that Padme died and. Everything. Right. So he goes back to Naboo and he finds out that there's a group called the Amidalans who are there to avenge Anakin Skywalker and Princess Amidala's death and kill whoever killed those so, two. So yeah, right. So then at some point she's supposed to find out through this whole trek that he's yep. he is Anakin. So she does find out through that. Right. She didn't know beforehand. She finds out through. Okay. 
I don't still, know. I mean, like, no. I didn't this, read this part. I read the parts leading up to this, though. Right. But the, the funny thing is, though, is that still within that frame, this is him at the height of his dark of his dark side oh, yeah. powers again. Again, somebody where he has well, fully embraced. Time. He's fully embraced Vader. He is Vader. At this and, point, he's actually like teetering between Vader and Anakin throughout the whole comic. And each time he teeters towards Anakin, he just lashes out in anger. Is it still, then the po- the posture still doesn't make sense, then. Yeah. Like, oh, Dawn, I just cut my pants. Who's going to change my diaper? It kind of does look like that. <laughs> <laughs> like... God, she's like a disappointed mom, and he's this kid. Chamber. Yeah, the, she's, she's disciplining him. <laughs> She's the she's the disappointed mom, and he's the the kid who just messed up. Who did, who got caught with his hand in the cookie jar? Yep, exactly. <laughs> That's so such you, a weird way the artist did that. Yeah. I mean, so it looks like Kathleen drew it. <laughs> well, okay, so like even I said earlier, for all we know, he retaliates back because this is supposed to be their big cliffhanger for the end of that issue. Yeah. He's probably so, gonna like choke her or something. And if he doesn't, then oh boy. Then it'll be full confirmed he's gone bitch. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um so I don't know if I mean uh, So I have some leaks and stuff about Kenobi ooh. and stuff I found out. What's the go share away? Do you guys, care? Do you guys care about that stuff? No. I don't, I don't know if he's, a lot of people usually don't. Okay, but um, so the main Inquisitor from the uh, trailer, I don't know. Yeah. Reva, I think, right? Is that her name? She's the so. witch sister? Uh, no, she's the one. She's the she's the, she's the the African-American chick from the trailer. <laughs> Is she wearing the tobacco farming hat? Uh, no. no. That's, the that's, one that's, no, she there? was the... No, she's the, she's the one that's crouching, and she's uh, she's the one that's choke-holding a guy. Uh, she pops out her lightsaber in the trailer. Just pull up a picture of her. What do you? <laughs> yeah, uh, if you've got one, just drop it in the private chat, and I'll bring it up. But I'll really? also I try and do that. I, I don't. You can one. do that, yes. But I'll uh, I'll oh, try. Yes, there's a private chat. I didn't know I could do this. Okay. Yes, you uh, can. Reva, Kenobi. I'm not. Yeah, let's see. Star Wars. Copy. I got it. Don't worry. Very cool. I'm just doing a copy. Yeah, isn't and paste. it fun? Wait, maybe. Maybe I got it. I don't know. I did a copy and paste. It didn't work. It didn't work. Hold on. Maybe. Oh, it's still not working. I guess not. I don't oh, well, that's weird. You should be able to do it since you're in the. No, yeah. It's not. The copy and paste is not working. I really don't want to say. Oh, it's the copy and paste thing isn't working. Uh, can you drop it in the Discord? I could, maybe. Hold on. Maybe it'll work in there. Either way, I'll just save it to my phone. <laughs> Stupid technology. Wait. Oh, wait, hold on. I can open Discord on my laptop. Stupid. <laughs> well, I'm glad I'm not the only one fumbling with this stuff sometimes. Oh no. And no. you're younger than me, so that makes me especially feel better. <laughs> Is he, is he back yet? Yeah, he's already back. There we go. Oh, yes, I can put it in Discord. There we go. There Yay! we go. Patrick. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, 
open it. I, it Link. wouldn't let me copy and paste it <laughs> into the private chat. So this uh, girl in the Kenobi series, when you <clears throat> see it. Who will probably be leading Kenobi around and eventually <laughs> redeem so, herself at the end. Yeah, you gotta guess the, the leak exactly. Holy crap. <laughs> You're playing with me. This is the person we're talking about, Hitman. Well, hold on, I'm coming. Did you drop yourself out a moment ago? Or? Uh, no, I thought, I think, oh, yeah, accidentally. I dropped oh, okay. So who, who is this? Has she got the stupid lightsaber? Yeah, they all have the, they all have the stupid lightsaber. She's an Inquisitor. Yeah, That's all the Inquisitors good. have the helicopter lightsaber. Ooh, she ugly. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> hey, you know, everybody. Yeah. Everyone has their own opinion. It's okay. So, yeah, she's going to, her arc is going to be, she's going to be chasing after Kenobi. And then she's supposed to be like the most ruthless, ruthless, there we go, ruthless out of all Inquisitor? the and Over then, the Grand Inquisitor, who's the yeah, leader of all of them? So he yeah, should be I'm probably it because ruthless. he's a dude and she's a girl. That's it. That's why. That's what we've seen this whole stuff. Everything from Disney we've seen, they demasculinize the guys. Yeah. And the girls, yep. all this. Uh, I'm calling it right now. So, yeah, that's, that's uh, supposed to be her arc. She's supposed to be like the most powerful. She's going to butt heads with the Grand Inquisitor, but she'll turn good by the end of the series. Listen. People are going to be like, Jay, wow. you're biased and you're sexist. No, I'm not. Let, let, let me prove my point. What happened to Book of Boba? Who was who wore the pants in that relationship? Wasn't Fennec. Boba. Yeah, it was yeah. Fennec all, all, all the way. She was more Boba Fett than... Uh, that's why I made <laughs> for the uh, thumbnail of one of our yeah, one I, of our episodes. I, I did that where it was, you know, she's right. she's Boba Fett now. Hang on, let me... Let me. Please but keep going, keep going, keep going, then, keep going, keep going. And then to like... Mandalorian season, uh, well, we did it in season one, but Gina Carano, like, love her to death, but like, she played what Derek, or Derek, uh, and then, and then Mando, like, nine out of ten times when they fought, who won? Yeah, Kara, Kara against a Mandalorian, like, what, huh? Ooh. What this oh, is what they, this is what they freaking do, but yeah. No, that so, it, the only complaint about it is that she's going to turn good by then because that's just too predictable. That's your only complaint. Your complaint that, that's, like, that's the only that's the problem is that how predictable has gotten is that everybody was calling it like, yep, we, yeah, she's going to be in this, but she's going to end up, you know, turning good at the end, probably sacrificing herself to help save Kenobi at some point. And that's what it's going to end up being. And it's like, oof. Then why is she, if she's supposed to be the most, most ruthless, then how? Uh, She's yeah. gonna have like conflicting stuff within that. Yeah. She should just be the Grand Inquisitor herself if she's that ruthless. Well, that's what I was just saying. If I mean, if, if the Grand Inquisitor can't be the most ruthless dude there, then uh, what the rest of them are doing? <laughs> no. It, <sighs> and then, and then you know, it just ties back to you know, like you know, Kathleen Kennedy, you know, her saying the force is female. Such an absolutely on females. Through this whole like, I'm not a. You know, this is this is. Well, no, this is the this is the thing though. It's like I've I've gone through some of the new Jedi Order books, and yeah, the, the the legacy series where where we get Darth Cadus and everything, and you know you you've got Jaina Solo of I I hate trying to you know go oh. 
but there are good written female characters. But it, I mean, what else can you say? It's the truth. Jaina Solo is a through the book series, and we get to see her grow into the into what she becomes for the Jedi Order, the Sword of the Jedi. She's kind of right. like you know that person that is meant to help shield and protect it at all costs. But you know, she goes through all these different arcs from like with the Yuzhan Vong War and losing her brother and losing her brother Anakin going through some loss of uh, in many different ways but you know in each way she she isn't perfect she's flawed she has her good points her down points and you know they had like their proto character that would have been great for a movie series mm-hmm. in her but you know of course they had to abandon all of the legends all of the EU material to try and do their own thing which is proving to be a disaster and like it is very predictable at this point. And so, you know, it, it's, it's, I don't know. I, <laughs> I, I mean, there, there were, it was just a, pl- there's just such a sea of such great characters to begin with. And I, I hate, you know, defining them by their sex, but you know, we had a plethora of great female characters. Mara Jane. Mara Jade, and she even started out as kind of a obnoxious, kind of Mary Sueish character. Ahsoka Tano. Who? No, she is a fan fiction character that does not belong in that continuity how whatsoever. Dare, how dare you put Ahsoka in the? So no. <laughs> Do you guys? Did you guys know and that Ahsoka Tano is basically Star Killer? No, Star Killer, Star Killer. Yeah, yeah, I know, but like in canon, Ahsoka <laughs> is Star Killer. No, 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 no. You don't. You don't get to sit here. And- how? Oh no no okay no 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 wait. I want to hear this I want to hear this how? All right. So they both she... wield the lightsabers the same way. They're both very strong in the Force. They're both Anakin and Darth Vader's apprentice. There you go. That's all I got. Those are so uh... fractured, and I both like the same. That's so food. superficial. <laughs> we work at the same place, and we watch the same football team or the same person. There you go. Yep, you guys. Are <laughs> like literally, that's almost as stupid as the article that we read. Like, I did a flight simulator, so I now can fly any ship perfectly without any experience. They actually use flight simulators to train like pilots now. Yeah, so. well, <laughs> that part of my part of my point though is that you can use a simulator for only so much. Getting real, like even in the X-wing books, they do do some flight sim training, but like they even make the point the real experience only comes from when you're actually out there in the field. That's the thing, because I mean, a, a simulation can only give you so much so much of that feeling of what's going to happen with inertia and all that sort of crap right so yeah you can get some some basics but it's not going to help you in the heat of the moment either but that's my point real quick i know i don't want to go down a rabbit hole but i just saw this tweet real quick based on rate this is from script cheaper based on race story and ability would she lose to vader at any point uh yeah wait what she would lose to Vader. They yeah. said, based on race, story, and ability, would she lose to Vader at any point? And I said, yeah. uh, duh. Uh, she'd Pal- either turn him. It- she'd she'd either quickly turn him away from the dark side, or she would probably use the Force to, you know, paralyze him in some manner. Uh, she uh, Vader beat Palpatine. She's basically Palpatine. So. <laughs> 
So therefore, exo factor to factor Columbo, she is. Yeah, there you go. Therefore, she will be beaten by Vader. Okay, you know what? I'll take that. Fine. All right. She's just a clone of Palpatine. Or she's so therefore just the daughter of a clone from Palpatine, I guess. But still, same thing. Some of these comments are very funny. <laughs> he's getting like, down, he's going down the Twitter hole. Dude, I'm sorry World War Three right now. Go ahead. Give me a minute. <laughs> oh, you're, you're gonna he's always trying to start World War Three. That's my that's my goal is to these people that like I often follow OG Star Wars because of fractured and I I will troll so, some of these people just like that just they just post some that just the just the stupidest SJW. Oh, uh, some of them are probably in that borderline, yeah. Just as obnoxious. <laughs> Typing this out real quick, so if my phone blows up, it wasn't because it blew up. <laughs> Somebody. So, Taviasa, <laughs> did you watch the Mandalorian episode? Uh, season one, episode one. No, season two, two episode one. Oh, I got it memorized. That's my favorite episode. One of my favorite episodes from season two. This it's guy, really? this this guy with like random Bersham, whatever this dude. I am not from America or okay. Whatever. <laughs> I was like, where was he? Who was he yelling at? <laughs> random Burge, whatever. Random replying, he's like, "Are you kidding? Haven't you seen her midichlorian count?" <laughs> that, that, that's somebody being snarky too. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, no. <laughs> So one of my favorite things from that episode is the music. The music's so good. So what I think music? we should just get into it now. Oh, I think we, we've, hit two, we've hit two hours. We should okay. probably get into the episode review. This has been a great. This has been a pretty good solid. Show. No, it has. Wow. We've gone into some goofy territories. It's wonderful. I love it. Start World War Three with this random this guy, whatever his name is. Hmm. I'm still waiting to see that you start World War Three, man. I mean, dude, I'm tr- listen. Every, that's my goal. Every you you time. may start some Twitter beefs, but it's like I haven't seen anything really explode know, yet. You got to do like, better. Nobody, want, nobody wants to fight me. <laughs> dude, you're pretty scary. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't see how. I, I it's just it's just it's just he's got that deep voice. He's he's got the. I mean, the, he's aggressive. He can be he can be aggressive with his the, speech. The, I understand. The but I just embrace it. <laughs> this this guy wow. over here, Nathan <laughs> Nathan Stein Arkham Outpost. If a smart rider was involved, yes, suck a fart. <laughs> well, you think if if a smart rider was involved, it could happen, but yeah. no smart riders and, and are involved. The, deceptions forever. Is like if a smart rider were involved, they would be fired. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. I mean, Timothy Zahn's still around writing books for them, so I mean, they keep some people uh, around, but you know. Oh god, I can't. I'm losing. Uh, okay, continue. Yeah, let's jump into it because I my brain's turning. Let's get you off of Twitter, okay? Let's get you off of there. <laughs> All right, on to the Mando episode. Now, I don't know how you managed to pay attention to the music, Daviasa. I did not. It didn't. I don't understand it didn't really how you click with me. I don't understand how both of you paid attention to, the, to the, this episode because I struggled hard, and it wasn't because I was tired. I, yeah, was tired, I won't. But. I won't lie. I, I I partly procrastinated with this episode again. I, <laughs> I, I got. I I swear I must have like ADD or something sometimes where I just kind of just started like. Or you know, it's just so bad. It's just hard to get through. 
I love Cobb Vant though. Like he's amazing in this. Corn on the Cobb. Yeah, Corn on the Cobb Vant. Yeah. I made a video on him and I, it's got like I think sixty thousand views now. I don't know. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Cobb I mean, I, he's 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 been one character that I haven't been. You know, I like him in Hitman. <laughs> he was. Oh god, that movie! God damn it, that movie! That was. I did it specifically to try to get a rise out of you. That uh, Timothy uh, Elephant is amazing. Yeah, is he even justified. No. Or oh, it's so good. Yeah, watch it. But I uh, the only thing I I remember seeing him in is unfortunately Transformers. He was in Transformers. <laughs> no, he wasn't. Wasn't he? No, no, that wasn't him. That's, uh, that's uh, J- um, yeah, it's uh, Josh du- DeHamel. Dunham or something. Oh, Durham, Durham, my bad, Dunham. my bad, my bad. So the only thing I really saw him in was the Hitman movie. Yeah, yeah. Really? oh, he's so, oh, he's amazing in like a lot of things. I can't say that I've seen him in a terrible lot. I thought he was in the train. I thought he was the the one dude. Probably the best, the best response ever. Any sequel not being EU has a picture. This is not obscenity canon. I'm <laughs> in the chat right now. Okay. Maybe. Try to. Chimps. Chips? What? Chimps? Oh, they're talking about chips out in the living room. Oh. <laughs> Aggressive. I've wished a, I've wished a lot of things on some people for some goofy shit, but <laughs> man, I'll shut my door. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought this show was aggressive today. Good night. Give him a bar of soap. Wash your mouth. All right, there you go. Any sequel not being EU canon? Nice. All right, let me pull. Hang on, I'll get that pulled up. Oh, based on I saw that. I remember seeing him post that. Who did? Oh, I just remember seeing Script Trooper putting up that the post about Ray. (laughs) <laughs> this is not also cool. aggressive <laughs> we're talking aggression here definitely <laughs> picture from? i don't know oh I it's a uh, warhammer i think oh oh yeah i see yeah i see him the helmet up there on the top the right. helmet up in the corner yeah the top, the top right corner i didn't i didn't i was like wait what is you this follow from? lord robot head fractured uh, robot head? Yeah, I do. Is he, is he solid? Uh, I don't see him doing like if you're lo- talking Star Wars Star stuff. Wars, yeah. He kind of does uh, mo- like kind of general pop culture and stuff like that. So I mean, if you're looking for those sort of takes, yeah. Well. But he, he he's not a main uh, Star Wars. Like I've already suggested to you, some of the people to to check out Star Wars theory. Anyone? <sighs> Star Wars theory, I. He seems like he's coming from a good place. Like he tries to keep it positive. Practice this one's for you. Don't kill oh me out of the chat. Oh dear, somebody's gonna not follow us. Oh dear. Okay. Did it post? 
Why is that highlighted? Hide. Go away. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, I've seen this one, too. God damn it. Since I now saw you two have to see a Daviosa. Okay. Don't you dare post the Kathleen Kennedy. Disney updating Star Wars? Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Enough of the shenanigans. Enough Sorry, of the shenanigans. back to business. Okay. So. Yes. Uh, <laughs> hey, we, we like to have fun, too, here, folks. Um, the uh, So, yeah, Chapter 9, The Marshal. Uh, man, uh, so I got into it with you know Mando taking Grogu to the wrong parts of town. What planet is this? Certainly, it isn't Narshida. No name, no nothing. We don't get any context for this planet. It's just some random dirt hole. It could be Narshida. Who knows? And it's mostly another kind of planety sort of. It's probably sort not Narshida. I don't know. There's too much dirt on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I'm at New Vegas. Get some off-world Jawas, I mean. God, you know what? I found, I know where they're at. They're on Jakku. Oh, the bad parts of Jakku? Yeah. Um. So I was making a point, too. It's like, when did graffiti start making it into the Star Wars universe? I forgot about Sabine Wren for from Rebels. Yeah, yeah you did. Uh, because she's that forgettable? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess. I bought a figure of her a few, uh, last. I, I, that does not surprise me. Um, but uh, <laughs> what's cool about the, the graffiti on the walls, it's from people who heard the story of the original trilogy of Star Wars. You see Vader on it, and you see like Chewbacca. Yeah, and you see like C3PO, the, uh, yeah. People hearing the legends of the Legend of the Skywalker uh, thing. It's, it's been cool. five years only. Come on. You know, I I, I, I got to remind myself how quickly things can go out of people's brains that it should make sense that even after five years, they're, they're kind of like, man, these are quite the legendary tales. Oh, yeah. I, I forget that some people have memory. I, I, it's <laughs> terrible. I feel like I'm the only one that has a memory sometimes. Yeah, right? It's, it's, it's like okay. it, it can be only... <laughs> <laughs> it's like from, I don't know if you've seen basketball uh, it, where um, uh, Ernest Borgnine he's explaining how people just have the attention span that is it could be only registered in nanoseconds <laughs> and it was basically true it's like people don't have an attention span at all it's in one ear out the other gone uh, so then um, we got into it with uh, I was Bring up the point, man, what a bad bouncer. Doesn't even check ID. I know Mando's a chaperone, but damn. He just lets yeah. him in with the kid. He doesn't care, apparently. <laughs> Star Wars, baby. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we got some battle arena going on, which... It, I will say the... Um, what's it called? What are they called? Gamorrean guards? Gamorreans? Huh? They're not fat enough. They're not <laughs> fat enough, and they don't. they still don't look as good as they did in Return of the Jedi. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> they just like for from movie in 80, 83? I don't know. It's like how do you how are you not able to do as good at least? Uh, right? Uh so Mando meeting with Cyclops that even comments about uh this play this being no place for a child, funny coming from a criminal boss in a fighting arena. Uh, Mando makes it clear that the child doesn't leave his side, and Cyclops says that about that's what he's heard. 
damn, news sure, sure shit travels fast. Uh, Mando's on a mission to find more Mandalorians, of course, like we got from the season finale. He's looking yeah. for more people so he can get Grogu to the Jedi. Um, so he's spouting off his off his mission to randos, but Cyclops claims to have inform information on more Mandalorians somehow. Um, of course, this all gets kind of you know he he spills the beans on who he knows or who he thinks that he knows is a Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. But uh, the Cyclops tries to get Man- um, Mando to put up his armor for a wager on the fights, but Mando isn't a betting man. Uh, he won't leave things up to chance, and we kind of see this is kind of a theme throughout. The episode is kind of taking chances and stuff like that um, and gambling on certain people helping out, especially when it comes to like Tuscans and shit. Uh, Cyclops sees where he's coming from and decides to waste the Gamorrean fighting the arena in the arena that was winning over his pick. Sore loser. Very. You in this at all, Hitman? What's up? Yeah, I'm just waiting to start. I was going to let you go a little bit. No problem. Uh, all guns on Mando. Party's over, boys. Um, Cyclops desperately wants that that Beskar armor at any cost. Uh, Mando making a bold claim to kill them all. Will will it work? Obviously, as once he activates the whistling birds, that's what they were called, right? Yep. Yeah. Okay. Good. Okay. I remembered something. Yay! <laughs> uh, Grogu goes into turtle mode and let the fighting begin. All too easy, it seems, to kill those guys. Now we get into WWE wrestling match. Yeah. Funny how Mando knows when to be a deadly fighter and when he pusses out. It's a, he, he, he seems to be very inconsistent sometimes with when he wants to be a deadly fighter and just also want to then take a complete beating. So at least that's been my impression of him so far. Accurate. Um. So then we got the Cyclops that tries to run his chunky butt out. He ain't going anywhere until uh, Mando does the old scorpion move on him and gets him over there. And of course, we are having to go back to freaking Tatooine because everything happens on Tatooine. <laughs> this has a purpose, though. Right? Right. Yes, because that's where the Mandalorian is that he thinks is a Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. And is pointing Mando there to hopefully hope to God he'll leave him alive until a bunch of red-eyed monsters come out and he leaves them hanging there because wasn't part of the deal, brother. <laughs> I will say that that uh, that was that was good. Him kind of you know fucking with that guy and then shooting the light out and being like, "Hey, you made you made your bed. Good uh, luck." That, the Cyclops. <laughs> Yeah, the Cyclops getting getting munched by the uh, by the uh, uh, whatever those little red eyed monsters were that were lurking in the shadows earlier. I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know. They didn't really show them or anything. It was just called you know we got some evil creatures that are lurking around and they they're hungry. Wasn't that the chest the cat? Might have been. Might have been. It's Disney after all. I mean, it is. <laughs> <laughs> so you got anything to throw into this hit man? oh yeah i got a lot and mine's not as as funny as i wanted it to be because you don't have to be things. funny it's just making you know yeah. making observations on what uh, you see man yeah so i was like uh going to watch the ufc fight hoping to meet dana white um 
Are these two are these two the Gamorans that were employed by Boba? I you know uh, I I considered that. I was like, hey, wait, and then he get the one gets shot and killed for all I know. So it wasn't yeah, them. Right. Well, maybe they brought him. They took him to the mod parlor and brought him back, <laughs> bringing everybody else back. So they could probably break a Gamorian. You're gonna bring back <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson. You could probably bring back a Gamorian. But then I was like, uh, damn, Dana, you got some work done. Man, just trying to find. Uh, this was like Mando trying to find other Mandos. Uh, Cyclops betting info against the Gamorrean will cost Mando's best car. And I was like, aggressive negotiations? Uh, A little bit. Yeah. Mando about to hit them with the birds. Little womp rat. That's just so irritating. That's just so stupid. Like, he's about to, like, hit them with the whistling birds. And then you see, like, girls like, ah, I'm going to hide. <laughs> that was that was for a little a little bit of comedic effect, yeah. and you could already, that's just kind of in the, in a way that's just helping establish now they're kind of used to each other. Yeah, and, like, oh, and, I know what's about to happen. Yeah, Grogu Grogu realizes, oh, shit's about to go down. Yeah, Dad's about to beat somebody. Uh, Mando gets into a brawl. I put um, Mando goes after Cyclops, hits him with his grapple shot. Mando gets the info he needs, walks, leaves Cyclops for dead. Okay, so now this was something I meant to make a note of. I just didn't think of it at the I didn't jot it down at the time. But now, is it just me or now maybe this might have been due to the lighting of the scenes and stuff? But when the Cyclops guy was looking straight at Mando, did it ever look like to you that the the his only eye was more kind of looking off and away from him? Like it wasn't a lazy eye. Because well, one uh, eye was a lazy eye. <laughs> was it, uh, yeah. So I, you noticed that too. Yeah, I was like, uh, yeah, like what do you call a lazy eye? Yeah, like you don't know who. Yeah, you're looking I at. mean, what? I it's mean, like, other hey, over here. I mean, I guess you could you could give them the excuse that it's a lazy eye or that they just goofed up on their puppet head or something. I don't know. I mean, it's probably the latter because I don't want to give them any excuse. Um, <laughs> so it's probably just his poor costume work, but. And then I, then I just, I agreed with you. I, I said, uh, darn it. Where'd I go? Um, back to Tatooine we go. Inner Fractured's favorite, Inter Fractured's favorite character. Oh yeah. I said, oh no, the damn Jawa defiler again. Uh, why, oh, why does it have to be her every time? (laughs) But I I mean, this is going off of the context of knowing from, you know, Mando season three pilot or premiere episodes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, um, where did you leave off at? That was about, I, I was just oh, getting yeah. to the, I was just, I left off at the, the Cyclops getting eaten and we were yeah, going, so I just, I, yeah, we were going back to Tatooine again. I ended it with a family, family reunion. Uh, yeah. You know, I was, you know, t- uh, I just kind of got, I did was also helping uh, getting a little snarky, you know, and now we take you over the scenic sights of Tatooine. Here you see the many rocks and sand. Oh, and a filthy Tuscan riding like a bantha. Sorry, riding oh, a bantha, yes, yes, just yes, hanging yes. out like a bantha. Uh, like yes. I did. So, oh my goodness, the whole episode, all I could think about was the, the name <laughs> about you got to ride a like, and that thing has been used so many times. Like Luke, riding like a bantha, you know. Like a bantha. Uh, what did I, um, oh, I think I put this down later. I was like, oh, well, I just put this stupid dialogue between the mechanic and Jawa Slayer. <laughs> Jawa Slayer? <laughs> uh, that was for you. 
Uh, <laughs> uh, so I I uh, I said. Um, uh, oh yeah. Uh, uh, even the Jawa Defiler is shocked that Mando now suddenly likes droids, as he says to let them do a once over on the ship for repairs. Uh, Jawa Defiler's ovaries go into overdrive with Grogu in sight and offers to pay for the little womp rat to take him off of Mando's hands. Uh, droids do some shtick. Mando explains his task, and now he needs to go to Mos Pelgo for a potential Mandalorian contact. Uh, was was a town, and they, they, of course, went over the bit of the history about that town being hit by bandits and such, but we get a little more context for that from uh, um, Cobb Vanth and him explaining what happened to the town. Mm-hmm. Uh, so then they have the R5 unit that gives them the map, and, and I, I kind of joked, huh. Did you know it's the same R5? What same R5? From what? From A New Hope. No, really? Yeah. yeah. Is that it what has, it's supposed uh, yeah. to be? It has the marks from uh, the um, when it blew up. <laughs> when, it blew, when, it, when it blew its head up. It's yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I didn't realize that at all. Yep. I did not notice that. So, hey, good on Hey, that's why we got you. You you got that stuff covered. <laughs> you got the music and uh, the minor details we don't see covered. There we go. Uh, so, I said, oh, for the love of Mando is now camping out with a bunch of Tuscans, the most distrusting of outsiders. I'm- but, hey, Boba made them more trusting. Ugh. Listen, I'm surprised you didn't do your customary uh, comment on this because it was years ago when we originally watched this. You were uh, so I'll just oh dear, hold on. What? Uh, my note was um, I, I took I quoted you basically, so I was like <laughs> searching for most most Pelgo, not there. Campfire kumbaya scene. You that years ago how like they're just sitting there. Oh, yeah, the campfire kumbaya. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> singing kumbaya because this was. Back when the whole social justice thing was popping off, and you know, um, yeah, that whole that whole thing. So, so I said very very Western style intro for Mando going into Pelgo. Uh, uh, Western style stranger comes come moseying into town and surveys all its inhabitants. I mean, that's basically what it was, shot for shot. But he just was wasn't on a horse. Yeah. Um, Mando leaves the little womp rat with the with the bike as he heads into into the bar, but Grogu is never far behind. And I said, Boba Fett! Oh my god! Oh wait, no, it's not. Oh my god, it's Boba Fett. <laughs> he dropped a few hundred pounds. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! Uh, this guy in Boba's armor that's apparently the marshal of this here town doesn't even know the bartender's name, just calls him Weakway, the name of his race, some marshal. <laughs> He's a co-star of his from uh, Deadwood. Oh, is he really? Yeah. Well, shit. I'm just, I'm just laughing, though. It's like, he, he's just called Weakway, but that's... He doesn't have a name. He not, not even just going like, hey, bartender. <laughs> you know, he could have even just gone as basic bitch as that, hey, bartender, but he just calls him Weakway. That would have been like saying, hey, German or something, you know, it's like, <laughs> what? anyway, uh, 
after that, where was I? Oh, yeah. Uh, don't get why Mando's so shocked about other potential Mandalorians taking off their helmets. Not all of them were ever that shy. Hell, Django well, certainly was none too concerned about it either. Just your weird little group. And that's what it seemed to be. Because, you know, like it was. He he entered into the to a sect of the Mandalorian society, right? He yeah, got he in, so he was inputted into their database, but he was off with another group entirely. So not all of them adhered to this whole we must keep our helmets on at all times. This is the way. It just knew that. Uh, I, I'm, I'm sorry, I kind of stepped over you. There, did you have uh, something? I, I just don't think he knew that. Um there was other sex other than his. Like I think he only thought that there was just his. There was just his. Yeah. I it just I mean just like, from the information that we even got from the end of season one, where you know, um, Gideon names gives him his name and he and, and you know, if this, this seems like a for his little collective for his little collective group they seem like kind of like. Gypsy, gypsies or kind of like you know just more marauders they're they're nomads they don't have like necessarily a home per se because of what happened thanks to the empire mm-hmm. but he was clearly into the system and from what we've glimpsed of the mandalorians from between rebels between you know uh, the clone wars this wasn't always this wasn't always the established thing mm-hmm. And so, I mean, if he realizes that he had to have at least, at least my 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 point is that he should have he he should have at least known what the other man what the other version of man, uh, I guess the other version of Mandalorians was all about if he knew that he was entered in a into a database mm-hmm. he was basically registered right okay. so that's my that's what I'm saying it's like so I don't get why it's such a surprise I, I, I got no I got no explanation for that. <laughs> Nothing. You got me there, buddy. <laughs> I'm not trying. I'm not trying to be like you know, be a dick no, no, or not. No, I'm no, just no, saying. No, it's no, like no, I completely understand. So, um, going on, uh, Cobb Vanth gives his little introduction after explaining just how he knows the Mandalorians are feared killers, and that Mando might not be ha- might not be too happy about him wearing his gear. But because of that little womp rat, he decides to take his chances. This episode seems to have a theme of gambling and taking chances. Um, Mando quickly asks about the armor and that Vance just bought it off Jawas. Those filthy little rats. Um, really doesn't set a good scene for old, for old Boba and he'd lose his armor to some Jawas. But, Man- but Mando demands he hands it over to him. So, you know, part of my notes, I'm trying to take this into the context of having only watched this in season one. You know, I'm okay. trying to I'm, I, I try to ignore the idea of have have my foreknowledge of of Boba Fett and what we've learned off of that. Yeah. So that that's sometimes where that's sometimes where these are coming from. I'm trying to like, OK, in the moment, watching this as is. Makes sense. Yeah, because that's what we kind of I kind of explained when we first started reviewing Mandalorian. So I just wanted to kind of give you that context okay, since okay, you okay, come yeah. to, come into all okay. of this. Um, let's see, Boba, 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 Boba. Uh, Vanth asks if he if they're really 
uh, going to do this in front of the kid. At least somebody is considered of the children. Um, but Mando just says how the Womp Rat scene worse, which ain't even a hell, even the hell half of it uh, would uh, would see. It was uh, it would seem the half of it from Book of Boba Fett. Um, showdown takes place between Vanth and Mando until the place starts shaking to holy hell. And I say, what the hell? A graboid? I didn't know Star Wars had a graboid on Tatooine. That seemed uh, that seemed to be of of just passing through the town before it ate that poor Bantha. That poor Bantha didn't see it coming. So, you you said something when we were talking. Uh, I think last night or the day before, like. They're calling this the crate dragon, but is is this is this the crate dragon or no? I don't think it's the crate dragon. I think it's a crate dragon. This is their version of the crate dragon. This also, is a very piss poor attempt at a crate dragon. Are they supposed to have legs? Yes, they don't. Go, Which supposedly is this so or is this so no so okay? I apparently from I I believe like their official art book or whatever. It does. It is supposed to have legs. So this is what it's supposed to look like outside of um, the ground. If you guys can see this, but we only see it's like neck up. But uh, you can't see the little legs underneath. Well, in, yeah. yeah, in the show itself, you never see the 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 legs, the arms that you can okay. see here. Okay. In the show, you're never given this. But in the show, it just seems like it's a giant worm, basically that's, that's, from Tremors. Yeah. Right. Yes. When in Vegas truth, Tremors. is it? It is Tremors. Yeah. That's what I'm referencing. The graboids from Tremors. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But and this is funny considering how often, especially Filoni likes to loot from uh, Ralph McCreary art. That this was what the crate dragons were designed to look like. That's what it looks like, even in Lego Star Wars. <laughs> oh, does it really? Yeah. It's like yeah. that. So this has been the you forever one from Old Republic, the old the Knights of the Old Republic, um, was which bad. was very similar to this. Yeah, it's like almost exactly. And I mean, um, like neck, I think, in Old Republic, slightly, but it's this like, is like and more. This was always one of the images yeah. of my favorite for the for the crate dragon. Right. I love how the, uh, it, uh, what is it, uh, the sound of the crate dragon always changes. That seems a little. I mean, yeah, I guess that's. There's no, <sighs> no. I mean, they they tried to. I think they tried to be consistent with uh, the sound that Obi Wan or Ben at the time makes in episode. Right two. when he does the the crate dragon call. Mm-hmm. But yeah, let me uh, let me get hand. Ooh, look at all those pictures. Oh shit. <laughs> Some of them are not appropriate. Um, Kids show. Wow. Eh, not even even for adult even for adults they're not appropriate. <laughs> Sir, what are you doing on your phone? I mean on your laptop. Laptop phone. Laptop. <laughs> um, yeah, I was trying to. F- so, like for me, this this is always one of my my go tos for the crate because I played the shit out of this game for the longest freaking time. 
This was what they looked like in uh, Star Wars Galaxies. The old mm-hmm. M- the old MMO from back in the day. Like a legit lizard right there. Sounds it, it'd be kind of a Komodo dragon sort yeah. of look, which is still kind of based off of that McCreary art. A little bit, not so much, but it's kind of the, the, the template, you could say. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'll get the, uh, the coder one. Because, yeah, you're kind of right. I believe the neck was kind of longer and kind of had a much, yeah, much different, like, kind of f- head look to it. Although this looks more like a, yeah, Komodo dragon than, um, than even that other... Than uh, the uh, Star Wars Galaxies one did. See? Yeah, see that? Oh, yeah, That's, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Longer neck. Mm-hmm. That's the one I, I know. So, yeah, to me... Uh, the, that, to me, is... Like a Star Wars yeah. one looks like. Yeah, so, to me, this is this is what the, the crate Dragon should look like. In either this form or the, the Galaxies version. To me, that's the crate Dragon look. Or even that McCreary art. You know, it, that's the crate Dragon. Not, Not this, this giant sandworm... Moving thing, it, 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 I didn't even know it had legs, I thought it was just a worm. You know, that's that's the impression that you get from it because that's all you see is like, I mean, you mainly just see the head until they kind of blow it up, and then then you kind of see a little bit more of the body, but even then, you still don't see the like legs that move it around and everything. So, uh, so yeah, back to it. Now it's about Vanth and Mando trying to work something out so Mando can get the armor and also then help get ta- uh, help for the town because it's been attacked by it's been attacked by this uh, crate dragon and I just I just kept making the the note no 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 that's no crate dragon no sir not by my standards that ain't Cobb uh, offers the armor up if Mando helps helps him kill it. So you got anything uh, going oh, up there, Hitman? I got yeah, I got so much here. Hold on. So um, I left five, off I on Mando riding into town. I said it's five o'clock somewhere. Mando looking for more Mandos. <laughs> uh, Mando meets Mando? Question mark. They decide to drink. Uh, showdown between Mando and I just call them corn on the cob band because I thought it was funny. Um, that's no earthquake. That's a poorly depicted crate dragon. Uh, deal struck between Mando and Cobb. Um, is that part of Anakin's pod racer? Question. Yes, mark. it is actually. Um, oh God! It wait. Yeah. His, so his his uh yeah. his vehicle it has parts from Anakin's pod racer. That's yeah. what I put as a little Easter egg. Yeah, I saw. I was like, really more member berries. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like, I mean, he he did. I mean, at before he left, he sold the the pot racer off to Watto, mm-hmm. and then he sold it to Sabulba, I think, because Sabulba bought it off of him. But I, uh, I guess, all right. I was just assuming it was years, years. Huh? It's been years and years and years since. No, that. I know. Yeah, I have to. I had to kind of kick that into my brain of oh yeah this has been a long time i'm just assuming that that was anakin's pod racer since it was anakin's uh jedi starfighter and mando or the book of Bo- uh book of boba 
Anyways, um, well, that the Naboo Starfighter wasn't necessarily his that he no, flew well, in. Well, we but, only can assume. Well, that's where every, but, probably a lot of people's brains did go. Was yeah. like, oh hey, um, revisiting the destruction of the second Death Star. Cobb gives explanations of what became of Mos Pelgo. Uh, Cobb exchanges crystals for Boba's armor, and then I put, how did Jawas find Boba's armor? They missed reading. They missed reading the Bounty Hunter series. Um, <laughs> Hendo speaks Tuscan in sign language? Question mark. I don't know if I'm jumping ahead of you. I might be. What yeah, I, I was. I was just at the point of yeah. Hey, it's flashback time. Vance yeah. talks about the mass celebration so, so over the, the Death Star yeah. Two being blown up, uh, blown to smithereens, and the Empire was pulling out of strategic locations. Although my understanding was they had a. Uh, super light presence on Tatooine due to the huts, but you know, so whatever. I do want to touch on the fact, and, and it, to your point, like it's hard because we're, I think what we should have done was Mando one, two, and then the book of Boba, obviously, but I think yeah, it's also, yeah, whatever. Hindsight Actually, is what it I, is. I enjoy doing, I enjoyed how we're doing it, but like, how did the job, like, what are your thoughts on it? Just his armor being just ironically placed or coincidentally placed in, in inside and how did the Jawas get get his armor because i know we, we we've read the bounty hunter series like i'm still reading it and it, and it talks about it talks about like boba and how he's out how he like, got out of the sarlacc yeah, and, how he's yeah. out of the sarlacc like dengar finds him and he's got you know so how did they get his armor like they did this because obviously like you well in hindsight, twenty twenty, but they, they did it this way to lead up to, I guess, Book of Boba. Boba, Boba Fett, yeah. Like, so but even like, Book I, of Boba Fett felt partly constructed. Like it wasn't. It was. It was right. almost like it felt like it was on the fly. Like they had these details, yes, set up from Mando season two and everything. Right. But it just. It. I mean, for its execution, it just felt like it was cobbled together. Like, oh, we need we need some Star Wars content out there. Stat. Get it out, <laughs> so right. it doesn't but matter. Like, did that cross your mind at all as you're watching? Like, how? Why is Boba's Why is Boba's armor in this sand crawler, and why do the Jawas have it? And, I I, uh, I don't know. That's just what you mean. Like when mind. I first watched yeah. it, or yeah. like when yeah. for the very, when, when I yeah. when I first watched it, I couldn't say for sure. Like yeah. it might it, well, it might have. It might have clicked on me, but I think my whole gripe with it, with the with this episode in particular, because I had again forgotten about parts of ep- uh, season one when I was watching season two at the time. Right, I was aggravated over the Tuskens uh, situation because of right. having gone through the Kenobi book and even just knowing from you know general general lore. The Tuskens, come on! I know that's there's there's that's there's truth to that, absolutely. But there's kind of a it was established even like in the Kenobi book that the the tribes all had one kind of general rule. They didn't mess with outsiders. They wanted nothing to do with outsiders. And in fact, they uh, usually shot first. And that's why they were called also partly called of Tuscan Raiders because of them raiding towns and you know doing also from a um, certain uh, the Tuscan Fort, which is how partly they got their name from them raiding that. You know, doing all that, so it 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 lays the groundwork that that's kind of like their main thing. They don't they they don't none of them will mess with technology. To them, technology is heresy. Um, 
and they they want nothing to do with outsiders unless they need to in in ways of like replenishing their numbers that's even um Sherrod Het for what um Iark in the Kenobi book talked about how yeah he did do one thing that they that they would sometimes do and that's you know go into a village go into villages and take kids or whatever to help replenish the Tuscan numbers. So that was like the few times where they would, you know, take from the outside or like it was with like Sherrod Het, for example, he proved himself at, to be a Tuscan, which was the most, the most bizarre thing to them too, because nobody asks for this life. Nobody comes, nobody comes to them. is like, Hey, I like the cut of your guys' jib. Let me in. No, he had to go through trials and stuff like that, and he was a former Jedi, and he oh, yeah, left. He, he left the he left the order, and then even you know had a had a kid who went to the Jedi Order at some point and becomes eventually Darth Krayt. But <laughs> that's going to whole other territories. But generally, the whole understanding was you know they didn't they didn't mess with outsiders, and they didn't know their language, and nobody knew theirs. So for the most part, but you know, that's, that, that was my whole, and that was my beef with this episode when I originally watched it. And of course the, the, the design of the crate dragon and the way they had it behave, I did not like it. So those, those were the main two things that stuck out in my mind. The Boba Fett armor didn't, didn't quite hit my brain to finally answer your question. (laughs) <laughs> no, it's, no, I mean, it does. Yeah, I just, it, I saw it. It, it just irritated me. Uh, but that's because, like I said, re, you know, going through the Bounty Hunter series books, it's like they get nothing right. I'm like, gosh, it's just irritating. Um, yeah, so I, I pointed out how, you know, Vanth, of course, explains the power vacuum that takes place. And then they have that, I think it's like some mining faction that comes in and enslaves <laughs> the whole town, uh, also shoots them up. All right, you're gonna shoot your whole whole force of workers that you came to take over. Um, I, I just kind of you know said, "Huh, missing the Imperials yet?" Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Vanth escaped by the skin of his teeth and was on his last leg till some Jawas came along. Uh, the crystals that Vanth ran off with were worth a lot, so he saw Boba's armor and bought the uh, bought that up to help save the town and free it. Waste the goons like they're nothing. Uh, hey, I recognize that speeder. Oof, took a rocket. What a shame. Yeah. Uh, so that's kind of where where I was. Where yeah, I'm caught up with you now. Um, and then we get to the point where then they're out with the meeting up with the Tuscans, or at least ran into them. At least they didn't just magically appear. Right, I like that episode did. Um. Uh, Mando calls out to the pack of the weird dogs and starts pe- speaking Tuscan or something. After giving the lizard dogs some pets, good doggo. Uh, some Tuscans come out and they start communicating. The fug. That's part of my whole my whole stick sh- there. Supposedly the Tuscans want to kill the crate as well and are willing to partner up. What the hell? Now I see why Vanth is a, is especially here. He's the individual to be used as bad man against the Tuscans that have quote unquote taken their water. 
and now also feel insulted that he won't take the weird pod thing. Vanthal, uh, though, doesn't back down and makes it clear that they attacked Pelgo and he did what uh, he had to to defend the town. Both he and the Tuscans are getting in each other's face till Mando uses fire of peace. Ah. Because <laughs> if there's anything to stop a disagreement, it's a good old flamethrower. Oh, yeah. And so then Mando just makes it clear that if they uh, clear if they fight amongst themselves, they can't kill the crate. Which hey, that's a good point. Very valid. Uh, the plan is in motion. At least they keep one thing right: of the Tuscans traveling in single file. The crate yeah, seems, but then Davi also, like you've pointed out, there's been other things that I've just completely missed in this episode. Like so my like attention to detail, my attention to detail is not quite there because I made the point of of them on this dog water episode. <laughs> it's the best episode. What you're talking about? <laughs> um, Calm down, Sabine. Oof. Oi. Oi, I ought to beat you with my beat the brakes off you both. <laughs> Crate seems to live in an abandoned Sarlacc pit. Interesting home okay. to take up that the crate may have eaten the Sarlacc to take refuge. Okay. Can we can we touch on this real quick? Sure. Go ahead. Um, By all means, interject I, anytime. Am I wrong here? Or like, Sarlacc, how can it, like, a Sarlacc pit is supposed to be an actual pit, right? They, they've, they, dude, did you miss some of the, some of the points in the, uh, the, the, Bounty Hunter books too. They, ca- I mean, this is a possibility that there's yeah, that there I, would I, be a cavernous way to some of the Sarlaccs. It's just generally not something you want to do, okay. unless in this instance you happen to be a giant crate dragon that can eat it. But he, it's yeah, like you, it's it's a dangerous thing in the aspect of because of all the acidics and just what the the Sarlacc pit will do to anything that falls into it. Not right. often is somebody getting into its belly. To being able to, for example, like Boba Fett, you know, blowing his way out of there completely with rockets and shit. So, I, not to that part of the book yet. What is this? A that's in the beginning or? of the first book. <laughs> no, no, what was it? What yeah, part? as part of I'm him getting out, he's ca- he's kind of messed up after getting out of the uh, out of the no, uh, uh, Sarlacc. But I'm talking about like a Sarlacc pit, like actually being in in a cavern. That's well, I mean, it, it. So basically, the way the way they are is yes, they they'll they burrow, uh, they burrow do. down down the ground, and they have multiple stomachs, and it creates it'll yeah. create basically multiple cavern paths in that instance. And that was one of the things that Boba Fett did was blow his way out into one of yeah. the caverns, but then realizing they were still technically inside, or at least close enough inside of the Sarlacc pit for it to you know continue to get to them. So it'll it, while because it, it has basically multiple stomachs. Yes, yes. And so that's why there would be a, a potential so cavern. This that, is just you a, know this maybe this where, yeah that where maybe this crate dragon had dug itself uh, the 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 cavern inside and ran into that sarlacc pit and just ate it and then so, you know yeah. basically taking the home. So this cavern wasn't exclusively where like the head of the the pit was like the, the pit was. There's not like the. It's not like this is the pit of Carcoon. This is uh, just some other because there can be like that's where that also gets kind of explained in uh, in the Kenobi book 
is it points out how there are also, you know, you, there's any danger that you can fall into any other random Sarlacc pit. And, you know, and it, it also is like even just them knowing there's food around wakes them up sometimes and gets them all antsy. So, yeah, so there can be multiple, there can be different, different kinds or not different kinds, but, okay. you know, uh, multiples out there, not just the one. Just the, the pit of cartoon, then, like just the pit of cartoon is the one that we know most, thanks to Return of the Jedi yeah. and what was going to happen yeah. there. So See, I just thought they they burrowed. So I, I missed I missed that. They burrowed. Well, yeah, that's still they burrow down and everything in that pit. That that, however it happens with the Sarlacc, you know, makes that all those cavern paths with its multiple stomachs. If it's yeah. been around long enough to right. become such. But there can be like small ones, big ones, and such. Okay. So that yeah. makes sense. Thank you for explaining that. I missed that part. Well, it uh, doesn't get explained here, but I just know that from the you know yeah. general research and stuff too. Right. Yeah, I knew about all the stuff it does in the, in the stomach and how it's like the the movies don't really give it. I mean, that video that I seen, I forget who did the video, but like six minute video that explains like what happens when you're in it, and then reading the book, yeah, like, well, I, you would not want to be in it. That was but, where I got some of that knowledge, yeah. I was like, oof. Well, I just took off where I was like, a lovely time around the campfire. A conversation gets heated, no pun intended. <laughs> and then I just put, like, you got to ride it like a bantha, Mando. Uh, and then I, I'd put, like, aren't smart like pits underground, question mark, that you just answered it. And then I was like, aren't banthas sacred, yet they sacrifice? Yes. Them? Well, again, I mean, that's it. Bogle again. would never have done that. <laughs> no it's supposed to be like you know the bantha is dedicated to their rider and if the rider yeah. dies then oftentimes either the bantha may go to another rider but sometimes they get turned into bantha bantha stakes because yeah. it, it was just you know too de- too much to that rider so mm-hmm. yeah that's um, I said this uh this dialogue, if you can call it that, between the townsmen, Mando, and Tuscans, uh, Cobb attempts to recruit Moss Pelgo to help kill the great dragon. Moss Pelgo, not too fond of Tuscans. Um, I put uh, Mando defending Tuscans, attempts to gain the help of Moss Pelgo. Tuscans make the deal with Moss Pelgo. And then, yeah. I, and then I was like, Tuscans show up riding their banthas like a bantha. <laughs> uh, yeah, I make the point of they're going for a plan B with how big the crate is. So then, you know, t- town meeting time, Vanth gives Mando an, the introduction of a lifetime and lays the ground rules of the situation with a massive asterisk, though, uh, to the whole situation of needing to kill the crate, and that's working with the Tuscans. Uh, Mando then lays it out clean too and doesn't uh, doesn't uh, amazingly do the shame game on the townsfolk, but just says again that they need to work together to kill kill this crate before it levels their whole town. Uh, and that there's the truths there there will be a truth between the Sand People and Pelgo till someone breaks it. Uh, the Tuscans just want the carcass of the crate as their reward. So then the Tuscans come to town and people are already getting testy with one another and they're all trying to keep the peace. So I also made this, uh, I, I kind of went after watching the episode, I believe I kind of went back and I did again, I'm all, I'll, re- I'll probably be referencing the freaking Kenobi books for a long freaking time. Um, 
but I said how this would been this could have been a great opportunity to lay down some uh, great continuity with true canon and reference the Kenobi book with having one of the Tuscans with a red crystal eye who is called Ayark, aka Plug Eye, who had who had broke traditions and was a female Tuscan warrior leading a tribe to some new territory, and would explain would help to explain why the Tuscans would be more willing to work with some outsiders and use technology of the villagers to kill the crate. Cause that was kind of the, the ending to the Kenobi book of her realizing they kind of need to maybe not rely so heavily on their uh, twin sun gods and be like, you know what? Maybe we got to kind of use some technology if we want to keep surviving. And, and they made it, they, that was kind of the thing too. They made a truce with Kenobi on where they could and could not go. And of course we know where they wouldn't be allowed to go. So, um, and Kenobi does it in a spectacular way. So yeah, I thought, you know, that could have been a great intro for this kind of, for that kind of a character for doing this whole kind of, you know, uh, settler Tuscan relations sort of thing, you know, uh, so then, once uh, uh, so then it's uh, one uh, one again. Lone poor Tuscan has to be the bait to call out the crate. That poor guy. Yeah, <laughs> first time they do it, they're like, "Oh, no worries, the bantha's gonna get eaten." Nope, the Tuscan got eaten. Mm-hmm. And once again, some one poor lone little Tuscan has to go out there and do it all over again. Uh, crate's only weak point uh, is its belly, so they need to use explosives on its underside. Dang, the Tuskies got some big old ballistas. Uh, the crate isn't taking the full-on bait. The Tuskies don't know what to, uh, doesn't know when to let go of the line and get dragged in. The crate sp- uh, spits some acidics at them all. We had some face meltings there. Oh yes. <laughs> uh, Mando calls to set off the charges, but was it successful? Yeah. Nah. Crate. And then, of course, the crate gets the high ground and starts spitting on everyone from there. He's default winner. High ground. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, Obi-Wan made it very clear. He got the high ground. That auto win right there. So <laughs> Mando take off to get the get in closer to fight the crate. Banth, who has no training with Jetpack, as far as we know, certainly flies like a natural. Mando becomes the bait with the Bantha that was that has a bunch of charges still on itself and gets eaten. Which then Mando makes his great escape after some fussing around. But the from the crate and using the stun the stun part of his rifle. And then once he's out, boom! Exploded crate dragon. Or what they call a crate dragon. Yeah. His poor excuse is uh, a great dragon. Uh, yeah, a lot more than I did. I just put, um, let's see, Tuscans show up right in their banthas like banthas. Tuscans and Mos Belgo and Mos Belgo arrive at the abandoned Sarlacc pit. Uh, the Townsmen and Tuscans setting up their booby traps. The three Tuscans call the dragon, and the dragon answers the call. Um, the Tuscans try to keep the dragon from retreating. Really? Question mark. <laughs> uh, Townsman and Tuskins open fire. Great. Bathes Tuskins in acid. Or what appears yep. to be acid. 
I mean, uh, that's the only way I could take it. Yeah. Uh, that's probably acid. Yeah. I was like, kaboom, dragon goes down. Or does it? Not really. Everyone gets an acid bath. And then I just thought about Oprah Winfrey. Like, you get acid bath, you get acid bath. <laughs> yeah, pretty uh, much. Mando and non-Mando jet off taking shots. Uh, and I just feel like, these shots are pointless. Um, that rocket did all of nothing. Mando gets eaten on purpose. Uh, then I put Mando gives the dragon a shocking experience, blows it up from the inside out. Tuscan's butchering the dragon, find the pearl. And then I put Mando and Womprat right off into the sun- sunset. And then we have the Boba cameo. Yep. Uh, yeah, I had the much celebration is to be had for the people and Tuscans. Tuscans waste no time and start cracking into the corpse to salvage whatever it is that they need. Banth hands over Boba Fett's gear. The crepe, and I, because I, I think of them as the crepe pearls from the original lore. It's like the crepe pearls are much larger than I remember from Star Wars Galaxies. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Mando heads off back to Isley and the Jawa Defiler. Uh, last player. shot. Last shot we get is of Tamara Morrison, but it, is it him as Boba Fett or an old clone? Because Boba would be would be younger than Morrison is, so they wouldn't they wouldn't do something so silly as that, right? Sure, <laughs> right. Not. So, but we all know the truth. They lie. They, they, they give him accelerated aging. <sighs> Which I mean, that got introduced into the books, but not until so much later. <laughs> right. Because, I mean, some of the books were written pre-prequels, so, you know, it's like, I mean, I don't see why they didn't bring in the guy that played kid, the, the Boba as a kid, because he's grown, I mean, of course, grown up now and would have been probably perfect for it. I don't know why they didn't, because that would have been the smart he might be on the outs with Lucasfilm right now. Really? I think so. What did he do? I don't know, but I uh-huh. know he hasn't. He, he should have like come back and voiced stuff for like the Bad Batch, like the young clones in the Bad Batch, but he didn't. Did he do it before? Yeah, he did in the Clone Wars. He voiced young clones. Oh, okay. So something. Huh. So something went awry. Eh? Yeah. That's kind of kind of weird, but all right. I wonder what he. I wonder what he did to piss off the mouse. Probably something with Ray Park. Ray Park? Yeah, Ray Park. He also got in trouble. Um, he plays Darth Maul. No, I know he plays Darth Probably. Maul, but what did he do? He posted some he... explicit stuff on Instagram a few years ago. Explicit? The only he, thing I remember... He's getting a blowjob from his wife, I think. Fucking <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> oh, why would... Dude, I, there are things it, you don't post on yeah, freaking Instagram, brother. <laughs> And then he posted that for some reason to prove a point. I think it I've... was to Daniel Logan too. Really? I think they were got in a fight about something, and then were they beefing on online? So, yeah. Oh my god! Something I mean, like I remember, I remember hearing some kerfuffle about Park leaving the five hundred first because he felt that they weren't, you know, following with the original kind of mandate or the, not mandates, but like the original vision for the whole 501st like charity group and stuff like that. So I remember hearing something like that, but dude, this is, oh, yeah. that's way juicier. Yeah, yeah. 
Wow. And I was on Instagram that day too, so that sucked for me. It was late at night too. Interesting. Was his wife hot at least? I mean, you know. It didn't show that. It just showed. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) What's that? What's that? What are you doing? What I do? Oops. I was trying to post something. Did I post something? Post it in the private chat, you goof. Oh. You keep putting it in the regular chat like it's me doing it. Uh, I was trying to do it in the private chat. Oops. All right. <laughs> well, it's for everybody to see now. You're welcome. Well, at least you're gi- you're giving the the chat some activity. Wait, it's just it. that again. That's just popping up again with the. Did the I, oh, the I didn't Han- copy it. You uh, posted Han Solo again with the knockers. Uh, that's not what I wanted to post. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta find it back again. Well, okay, so that explains why they didn't bring back Daniel Kid Bogle. Kid Bo. Yeah, Daniel, thank you. I was trying so to look up his name again, with? so I had it. Were you not paying attention? Well, I thought Ray Park did some not. It's did, probably it's probably something to do with Ray Park, and they're just beef. I don't know. I don't. They're I don't beefing. Think, yeah. But isn't but wait? Ray Park came back. Ray Park came back for Darth Maul in uh, Solo, or was that? Before, or did that happen was, after Solo? That happened after. I think he came back for Clone Wars, which was... So I think they may have forgiven him for it. Or they filmed that before Clone Wars. How did out. he reprise his, reprise his role and then his role be taken away? Like, when did this happen? This happened, like... So it was after Solo, but I think before episode or Season 7 of Clone Wars, where he came back... So that makes no sense. Well, Ray Park didn't do any... Yeah, he did. He did the mocap in Clone Wars. Oh, he did? Oh, yeah, the, okay. The final fight between Ahsoka and Darth Maul in Clone Wars, that's mocap. Oh, okay. Okay, I didn't know that part. I don't know if that was filmed before or after he did the whole Instagram thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, I didn't, yeah, I didn't, I didn't know that they did mocap for some of that stuff. Not yet. Well, I just... I mean, question like if if this happened and they like okay well we're not going to do it because you exercise your freedom of speech against your wife uh, <laughs> it wasn't against his wife it was against dan somehow or, proving a point to daniel logan or okay whatever. dude were you not paying attention i was but i was trying to figure out i was trying to post this thing you need to be on the computer oh anyway. but so was it j- Okay, so I guess it's just they're beefing on on yeah. Instagram. I don't know. Here, I can look up. I'm, I'm wondering what would have kept Logan out for because he's a child. Well, he's not a child anymore by that by that point. No, well, no. He's I mean, he's my brother. Like he's, he's my brother's age. He still acts like a child, though, probably. Are you looking it up, Davioso? Yeah. Why Daniel Logan hasn't come back? So while I mean, we already know it's Daviaso's favorite episode. He's oh, got yeah. it memorized by heart. So Hitman, what favorite. would you while he's looking that up? What would you rate this episode? Oh man, I even you're over zero point zero. Wow. I mean, I'm not I, even gonna be that brutal. No, uh, yeah, man, this is rough to watch, man. I like maybe I I can't even find a, a thing that I liked about it, man. Honestly, like they butchered the crate dragon, <sighs> in my humble opinion. That yeah, no, I, I don't, I don't like that. I mean, I, I, I can be somebody that's very picky about 
monster designs. So to me, uh, that was that was my fine, beef with it. Five. I, I, I did like how you know he handled the Cyclops thing. It it shows that he has that somewhat ruthless side. And again, he was able to put up a fight when he was you know dealing with all the 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 guys in the the little underground fight well, club. I did, I did forget. I forgot about that part. I I was kind of shocking that they let it happen because you know it's Disney, but. Then I guess later in you know Book of Boba we see very well you know him chopping the guy in half. So that yeah. I think that part was like he has yeah. moments. It's like the funny thing he has moments, but it's just like they're it's very like, infrequent like moments. Like, uh, I don't have to kill you. I'm not going to kill you, but I don't. Have I don't to save, save you either. Yeah. Yeah. Then like, Batman yeah. logic. Yeah. <laughs> still the best, kills you. Yeah, so it's the best logic out there. What are you talking about, guy? Right? He's still he's still a killer. What are you talking about? No, he's not. Yeah, he is. No, he still let the guy die. He still let the guy die. Someone, yeah, he did. He, he still let the guy die. Didn't kill him though. It's his fault. He died. No, he, no, it's not. He didn't kill him. Yeah, the it is. Him. No, it's not. It's the guy murder. Ray Al Ghul put himself in that position. Baron didn't. They kill put him. it. They were both in that position together yeah. because they both put themselves in that position. But Baron Batman had a choice. Batman. He had a choice to save him though. He didn't kill him though. How do you look at it? Logically, he didn't kill him, though. He, he also didn't save him, but that doesn't mean just because he didn't save him doesn't mean he didn't kill him. But he like also Jason. left him in a position. Batman beat him down, and he left him in a position no, that he could listen, not save himself. He could have he jumped off that thing, got to Lazarus Pit, and survived. It doesn't exist in the Nolan universe, though. No, it doesn't. Know that. We do know that. We saw the trilogy. <laughs> could have been. Could have been a thing. Didn't know that. He also killed the guy in the uh, garbage truck in the Dark Knight. With the, um, he just hurt him really bad. <laughs> he didn't kill him. Hurt him really bad. He smashed him up against concrete. Didn't kill him. He may have broken he his also rib, and he may have died by of pushing him bleeding. off of a cliff. Huh? He also killed Two Face. He didn't die. Yeah, he, he did. Died. Well, he what? died. But he didn't like. That's <laughs> he not didn't like. Die. I, 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 I don't no, recall the. He didn't kill him. They both fell off, and no. Batman just so happened to live because he had his armor. No, he pushed him off. Like he they jumped know. at him. He 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 grabbed he grabbed Two Face, saved the kid because he pushed the kid out of the way because he's threatening a the kid. They both fell off the side. Yeah. And clearly Two Face hit that ground instead of him. Right. <laughs> he used him as a shield for the ground. Right. He didn't kill so him. Thereby the killing him. He pushed the him. The ground off. killed him. Never oh didn't kill God. him. The ground did. It's like <sighs> if you if you I'm not even gonna go there. I'm not even gonna go there. Yes, I am. I don't care. Batman's uh, a murderer. No, he didn't, the ground killed him. He didn't kill him. <laughs> Batman did not stop him from breathing. The ground, the impact that you know when he hit the ground, the impact killed. He caused him. him to fall towards the ground. Okay, so he didn't kill him though. The ground did. So if I push someone off the cliff intentionally, I didn't kill them. You could try it in court. <laughs> Get a good lawyer. Oh, That's for the courts to decide, sir. Yeah. Until Batman is brought into court, he is innocent. No, I will fight you to the now about the race thing because he didn't kill him. He's like, he didn't save him, but that doesn't mean he killed him. I'll find something. I'll give next Saturday, I think, depending on what time I'm off. I'll bring it back and I'll, I'll prove Paul it. and just say you have died. Don't do that. <laughs> But 
I'll go get a degree in law and prove that he killed him. Listen, uh, yeah, you you should read uh, Sean Murphy's uh, White Knight. And, I have. Uh, I'm all caught up on it. I just need to read the newest one. Curse of the White Knight? I got, no, yeah, I read Curse of the White Knight. I just need to read um, the Batman Beyond one, which I'm waiting oh, for. Yeah. To so, like, yeah, Joker Jack Napier was like, I, I didn't cause all that damage. Batman did. I was just running for my life. See? See that logic? I'm using Jack yeah, Napier's logic. Yeah. You're gonna take the logic of the Joker? He's Dude, here's the thing. Okay, Sean he... Murphy, I know we're specifically Star Wars, but I'm gonna maybe I'll come up with a DC channel and we No, I leave it open that you guys can, we can talk about this. It's so, fine. John Murphy is a is how a he <laughs> wrote this is absolutely like it's just uh it gives me chills because so the story is basically the premise of the comic is Jack Napier or Joker takes these pills, and so Joker becomes good, and Batman becomes bad, uh, and he paints the way that Nate. Uh, oh, for Joker, God's it's sakes! It's well, good, not though, bad man. Guy. Batman's still Batman, but like the it's Joker still Batman, but like the, in the public eye, Batman is now bad because they Joker because the Joker makes sense of all right. He, he becomes like a sophisticated, like he lawyers himself up. He's his his own lawyer, and he goes after Batman. And he like proves that Batman is um, a bad person, like right. he's been causing all this damage. But then also the Joker in the end, he's like, I did cross the line too, because he used the villains to get the city records. So in the end, the Joker's still the bad guy. But how he painted it was like yeah. beautifully done. Like there's oh, yeah. these pills, and like you know, Batman's like, oh, you want medicine here? And he's like, he's beating the ever living piss out of Joker. I can send you some videos of it, and you can. I'll put it in the. I'll Discord. let you. But I have it uh, fractured. I'll let you borrow it. It's 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 really talk to. Uh, you should talk to one of the, the guys at work. That uh, yeah, I'll I'll point him out to you and you can talk to him. But it, it's really well done. But yeah, that logic is like I didn't I didn't cause all this stuff. It was bad. It was Batman. And you sat there while he was he's he's claiming he's playing the police brutality card because he's like well you guys sat there and watched batman beat me up so if you're not going to arrest him then i'm going to sue you so like, <laughs> he makes points he, he makes he's pretty sense. he's pretty valid too like everything I mean, he does is, makes sense listen i would never think i would ever agree with with joker but how sean murphy does is how he writes it, it's like uh, well he does i mean like i don't like it but the dude has a point yeah I'm just saying. Oh, so uh, back to uh, the Star Wars part of this. Um, what's his name? Uh, Daniel Logan. He uh, just wasn't. Um, he what? Disney probably didn't think that he could hold his own TV show because he hasn't done the last acting credit he had was in Sharknado. <laughs> Wait, I see. Uh, let's see, oh, Poke- uh, yeah, Sharknado. For- okay, I was looking before Boba Fett. He was in there, but I guess they CGI'd his like face as a child. I think. Oh, I mean, he did the voice work. I mean, he did the voice work, but I don't think like Disney thought he could. And also, they probably wanted to go with Tomorrow Morrison because he's more recognizable. Yeah. yeah. Uh Elon just bought Twitter. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I thought I thought I just read Elon Musk something about Twitter. Elon Musk and Twitter. I thought I'd buy Twitter. Is that Elon Musk and buy Twitter? I thought you bought Twitter. Well, that's kind of a. Sh- I mean, it's kind of a shame though that they didn't give him at least the chance to to fill that role. Because I mean, it just would have at least made more sense. Are you talking yeah. about Elon or For, no? I'm talking about. I'm, <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, you 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 got the Twitter brain. Uh, <laughs> no, I uh, I was just I was just going back to you know. To Daniel Logan, uh, you know, it's just a shame they didn't give him the at least the opportunity to see if he could. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, this could have been a this. Could, I mean, especially if he started him out as just kind of making these cameo roles like they mm-hmm. did for for Boba Fett in this instance. I mean, they. I know they keep trying to find other reasons to to link the clones to. I hope Rex uh, comes back. <laughs> who? Rex. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure they. I'm sure they'll shoehorn him in and like. Well, not shoehorn. They'll. It'll be proper to Ahsoka. their to their continuity. But yeah, I was gonna say Ahsoka is probably where he'll uh, pop up for sure. All Orson needs to do is just grow out a beard. Which, which I'm. Or yeah. just use prosthetics. Or just prosthetic. use yeah, just make up it up. Do you guys know that he's in a? Um, they made it canon that he's in a. You can't it make it canon. Return of the Jedi. I've seen that, but that character was already that character before they wanted to do this whole. Then they retconned it. The, yeah, they want to retcon it to being a clone trooper because it looks slightly similar to the way Rex does in Rebels. So that what was um. Saw OG Star Wars. She mentioned it, or was it Open Airlock? It's one of those two. I don't know. But they were they were actually talking about that recently. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It was actually kind of funny that I saw it. And now that since you bring it up, I'm like, oh shit. Um. And that's where I got that that uh, work. And then they Find made it, it in other this other cartoon that, that Star Wars did. They made it. Another cartoon? Which one? Yeah, um, it's one of their like uh, YouTube things. It's where it's like five second uh, things. Oh, little info dumps yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, it's like uh, there's one where it's the entire Skywalker uh, lineage, and it's in like a minute and twenty seconds, and it's like animated. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. It's nice. I think I've seen some of those crop around. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've just never really invested time. And then like child books, they show Rex in uh, indoor and stuff. The only thing is that he, in their versions that they do, he has his blue armor on, and in the movie, he doesn't have blue He armor. doesn't have it at all, yeah. Ah, oh, dang it. I wish I could find it quickly. Oh, fudge. Well. Alright. Well, Fooey. I wanted to try and bring that up really quick. Three hours? Yeah, hit that three-hour mark. Well, we... we the The... <laughs> <laughs> the uh the the whole article on Ray certainly filled us with some good tidbits oh, to yeah. rant and rant and rave about because <laughs> of all their trying they they're making uh, the, the same time the article makes our point but at the same time just <laughs> just messing with their own point it's like guys come on yeah um so we had fun with that and that certainly gave us plenty of of uh ranting and raving material for sure. We still and have what, more to do. So, oh, we still have more articles. That's the thing. Ah, uh, yeah. So here, here, I just got found the. Why is there a stormtrooper that has his hands on his head in Return of the Jedi? Like all the rebels are. Ah, yeah, there so, it is. Yeah, Nick Sand first identified in the official Star Wars fact file forty four in two thousand two. So yeah. he was already known as you know that he wasn't. Captain Rex or anything like that. He was well, yeah, he his name. So, unless he changed his name, Disney changed the mouse. Changed his name. Yeah. <laughs> He's now like CT seven five six seven. Oh 
or it might not be him and because they in the in rebels at the end they say that he uh that rex fought in the battle of endor so that could still be nick sands and you just don't see Rex. yeah it's it's yeah like it was already just established for it being this character nick santon he they even had like yeah they had some images where they were uh yeah kind of dressed up as stormtroopers i think trying to when they were breaking back in mm-hmm. yeah there's a there's a picture of uh Nick Sant or someone it looks like him dressed as a stormtrooper and he yeah. has his hand on his head. Yeah, I was trying to look for that image too, but it wasn't close by. But anyway, so back- type in Rex in Return of the Jedi and it'll be <laughs> on the Google search. Oh, and that, yeah, now I mean, it's basically everyone's head canon at this point, even without the mouse making it quote unquote official to them. Yeah. It, it's everyone's head canon, so it's, it's Rex. Character. Come on. Who? What? What'd you say? Rex. Rex who? Captain Rex. Who's Captain Rex? He had that name even in the original continuity. I know what you're doing. (laughs) (laughs) See, Damiasa, this is all you had to do. You just had to disarm him. There's nothing scary about him. Or just just Alpha. Clone Trooper Alpha is basically Rex. Oh, was it? Yeah, in Legends, Alpha. He's no, different. I think Alpha was a completely separate character. Oh, wait, was no, part no, of yeah, was yeah, that yeah. one part of the was that was like part of the original the original Bad Batch or different? I forget. No, no, he's the Arc Trooper. He's an Arc Trooper. Okay, I might getting. I'm probably getting things mixed oh, up. Hold on, I'm googling it. Uh, Google, where's my friend? Uh, <laughs> uh, how do you spell Alpha? Oh, that's how you do it. Alpha clone. Right, there we go. Oh, yeah, and he's Alpha. He's red and blue. Alpha 17 is his name. There we go. Ah, okay. He was the first clone trooper to have a name. Well, hello, Mr. Fancy Pants. Yep. Got to be the first. That's Cody? uh, Yeah, he trained (laughs) down. um, He trained all the, the commanders and stuff. So, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, like I mean, I'll always be the first to admit there's still a lot of like er, between like the original continuity and stuff like that that I have a lot to catch up on or a lot to fill my brain with because it's like I I I was listening to um e the EU from oh what was it let me get the name because I'm terrible with names um from oh, open airlock really? policy he has uh he has a, he does this little series now called uh expanded university short courses podcast mm-hmm. and i was listening to him and uh another youtuber uh Ryan Cannell and they were just spitting facts about the the um Yuzhan Vong invasion storyline and stuff and it's like god dang if I, I if I ever wanted to feel like a little little padawan of knowledge for the EU, it's like damn, listening to these guys rattle off all the all the names and the storylines that went on during that whole saga, it's like jeez, jeez, I I am but the learner. <laughs> I, I fully admit little, it. I know very little about the EU, mostly uh, the Disney canon. Just Disney, you yeah. not canon. You can't use Disney canon in the same sentence. <laughs> Sadly, yes, it's it's a thing. 
What is the thing? Exactly. Um, yeah. I mean, if you if you ever want to, we could certainly give you some some starting points, at least from our point of view. Um, but it's a, I mean, it's a, it's a vast, crazy thing. And I understand why some people just like, you know what? I'm fine. I'm sticking with Disney's side. Cause Do it's like something that I already have an easy food. walk into. It's a little daunting looking at the whole expanded universe. So oh, yeah. I can, I can understand that. I've seen some of it and I've seen, um, not a lot of the, mostly the prequel EU stuff around there. Like the stuff oh, okay. that's down there. I'm I'm not the biggest fan of the original trilogy either. I like it, but I whoa I love the, pre- I love the prequels the most. They're just my favorite. Yeah, okay, I can take that. I still like the OT, but like a lot better than the the Disney sequel trilogy. <laughs> okay, there you go. There you go. At least you're in that mindset. <laughs> We may eventually we may eventually have to do a whole retrospective on the sequel trilogy at some point. There's Oof. a few things I like in that, but not a lot. Like there is nothing I could get other than other than having Ian McDermott back for Sheev. That was like about it for me. And even then, I didn't think he could save that. I wonder if he'll be in Kenobi. Huh? I wonder if he'll be in Kenobi. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Hey, that's funny. That article didn't even mention that for Chief for Ian McDermott coming back as Chief. Shit, that's true. I didn't consider that. Considering we if we've got Hayden back as Vader, I wonder if we would have a scene between the two of them. You don't almost think they'd have to, right? Yeah, or is like a hologram or something. Not like yeah, that's thing. what that's what I was thinking was at least a hologram, if back. anything. A la Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, yeah exactly. Huh. Probably. Um, I, I assume. Yeah. More key jangling. Just like they, I mean, they have not even said anything about James Earl Jones coming back. But like it's like really a, it's like a given though, I feel. Why? Have, He's uh, the David. voice. Yeah, exactly. They they might have that David guy do it. Oh, but no, nah, you gotta I mean you gotta have James Earl Jones come for the voice. Swan song, yeah. It could be his final thing he does as Vader, which would suck. Uh, he is kinda up there in age, isn't he? Voices. Yeah, he is. Voices of Vader. Who is it? Oh, there's quite a... Phil Morris did the voice of Vader once? Since when? James Earl Jones. Where's the guy? Zach Efron voiced Vader in what? Robot Chicken? What? Robotic. Oh, Robot Chicken? What? Yeah. Well, that's like probably doing some, some synth work or something, yeah. too. 91 years old he is. Wow, yeah. I mean, hell, if I mean, I don't know what what kind of condition he's kept himself in, but shit. Yeah. Look at um, look at a uh, Shatner. He's still going strong. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, so a, I just, I just, uh, can I just? I'm just. He just tuned so, back in. I did. So <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Hey, uh, Elon Musk, since Twitter didn't work out, you could take four billion that you were going to spend on it and get Star Wars away from Disney. <laughs> oh boy, uh, that's great. So my thoughts. <laughs> it's just funny because he's drinking your titty milk fractured. It's a picture of what? Luke drinking your titty milk. All right, I'm posting it. Wow, he kind of th- what? He threw a curveball at me, brother. That's what I'm here for. 
we've descended into complete madness here. That's a given. Only now. on Saturday nights. Well, hey, you know, we got tomorrow off completely. I know I do, so. Everyone does. It's Easter. Or yep. all West do. Not everyone. So it, it makes it easy for me to be able to keep to. Uh, what are you sending me? Who, who did the video games? Who did? You sent me the same thing again. <laughs> did I? You keep sending me the Han Solo titties. No, the one I no, the link I just sent you was not that one. Check your phone. I did. That's what I grabbed it from. No. <laughs> Let me make sure. Okay, broke. here we go. Here we go. I my, no, my thing just copied and pasted it wrong. Your phone's broke. No, my copy and paste is broken. Uh-oh. Oh, Matt Kiddish, saltynerd.com. Hey, Elon Musk, since Twitter... Oh, okay. Asking for a friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, here. There's your titty milk. Rowan is his name. That's the guy who does Vader, Matt Flynn. Yep, drinking that titty milk. Yeah. Yeah, Matt Sloan. He's the one who does voice in the uh, the voices Vader in the video games and stuff. I do like the Robot Chicken edition where he's like, uh, where he's like um, Emperor Palpatine and uh, oh, what did I see if I well when he's taking the call from Vader after yeah, the destruction of the Death what? Star. Yeah, no, that 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 I'll say was pretty good. He's like, I'm gonna tell Padme or why to Padme what kind of a walkie. <laughs> Let me try to find it. Hang on. Was that set? Who did? Was Robot Chicken? That was a, uh Seth MacFarlane. Seth right? MacFarlane did the voice of Sidious. Yeah, but he didn't create Robot Chicken, right? No, that was Seth Green and Seth probably somebody Green. else. Okay, so that's right, Seth Green, but. You watch those those videos where it's like bring your bring your child to work day and the stormtroopers bring in the uh like his son. I haven't watched Robot Chicken in a long fucking time. Oh, did dude, you guys see uh, did you guys ever see George Lucas's uh attempt at making a robot chicken version of Star Wars? It's a Star And they do uh, is like Star kind of like a parody thing that they yeah. were doing. Yeah. Star Wars. I love the yo dudes, the Empire's pretty chill. You should like join it or something. <laughs> Yeah. Is he wrong? <laughs> nah. Yeah, I'll share it. So since we've gotten into just bullshitting at this point, <laughs> it says this is the this is the like the after party after the party there part you of go. the show. There, I sent it to the Discord. Okay. Yo, dudes, in uh, Yeah, I love it. Yo, dude, Zimpire is pretty chill, directed by George Lucas. Okay. Oh, God. Oops, hang on. Uh... Here oh, we go. Yeah, you're going to play it, too? Nice. Yeah. Yo, dude. The Empire's pretty chill. Maybe you could, like, join it or something. Join me, and together we will rule the galaxy. Cut, cut, cut. I quit. This is already cut all over again. 
It's <laughs> holiday special all over again. Dude, have you seen the videos where he talks about the holiday special? No. no. George Lucas? It could have been I, I don't no, know if I it was one of those deep I don't know if it was a deep fake, but Oh, was, you probably did get tricked by a deep fake think? again. I don't know. It looks real, man. <laughs> Where he's talking about the holiday special of uh Yeah, same like the one where he's trashing on the new the new trilogy, but it's clearly like <laughs> the not the no, same body this, type this or anything. Literally look like this dude, I'm telling you, if it was if it was a deep fake, like it's a good deep fake because it looks like, like Disney level deep fake. No, it's dog water. This is actually good. <laughs> <laughs> uh I'm finding it. Stand by. Oh boy. I'm sitting. Well, then sit by. Well, then I'll just kind of get. I mean, okay. So for <laughs> trying to trying to circle all the way back, the episode was not yeah. horrendously terrible. I did like uh, I the character Cobb Vanth. I have liked. I don't think he's like one. Of, he's not like the most obnoxious character in the world. I think he's well done. And yeah, oh, yeah. your Timothy Oliphant's great in it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a, is, is there is just some goofy bits. It's like yeah, we we get suddenly shown. Oh, hey, guess what? Boba Fett's armor was grabbed by some freaking Jawas. Uh, that's kind of off putting to some degree. What it's happened like, in the how- comics? What happened in the original thing? In the original lore, um, there is so in the there's a series, there's a trilogy of books called Bounty Hunter Wars, mm-hmm. where they go into detail of how Boba Fett got out of the Sarlacc pit for for one, and then I mean, and then how it was just kind of it it went beyond. So that's kind of the thing. Like him getting out of the Sarlacc pit was like a small part. But then it's basically him kind of for one getting back for what's that? Doesn't he become like the king of Mandalore? That's like way down the line that he'll eventually start taking up that mantle again, uh, or not again, but just that mantle of Mandalore and leading the Mandalorians. Because I think that's that some of that I I am possibly wrong on this, but I think that that gets brought up um, more to like around the time of the Yuzhong Vong. When they start coming around, and they the Republic's trying to deal with them, so then eventually the Mandalorians get brought into the whole war too to help out with it because the Yuuzhan Vong ain't nothing to you know shy away from. You kind of need to deal with these twisted, crazy fuckers. Uh, so yeah, that's like way down the line though. This is the 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 Bounty Hunter Wars trilogy deals with. Basically, kind of like what they allude to of a bounty hunter's guild in Mandalorian, oh, but God, they bring a, they sh- they sh- they flesh it out a little bit more, and it, there's a lot of like power struggles going on because the Trandoshan Bosk is essentially working to usurp his own father, who's in charge of the bounty the the Mandalor the not Mandalorian sorry the bounty hunters guild. And at the same time, the Manda, the Bandal, uh, this is how you see it's getting a little, it's, this has been running a little long. Um, the Bounty Hunters Guild is trying to recruit Boba Fett for a, at any opportunity he, they can because Boba Fett is like the ultimate freelancer mm-hmm. and he's, he's 
basically the guy. He brings in the most money. He gets some of the best contracts out there because he has his reputation of being the, you know, like it is the best no of the best. Yeah, the no disintegrations. You know, he gets it, and he's the only guy that can. Uh, you know, confidently speak up to Vader saying, you know, he's no good to me dead. You know, he he's he, they he formed that kind of a was dynamic there, between part, him and Vader. Wasn't there a part where Vader was was Vader afraid of Boba? No, there was a I think it was more of a mutual respect for one another than like a fear of either one. Did he it, you know, did did Vader ever recognize Boba? Because they they had interactions in the Clone Wars and stuff. Well, I don't see. I don't like again. My I I know only so much as I can about the EU stuff because, but I don't know if he did. I don't know if that ever came up. I don't think probably either That's one probably, really cared. Yeah, I don't think either one would have really cared. It would have been called. Eh, who gives a shit? That was then. This is now. Boba Fett's very pragmatic. He's like you know. I'm I'm doing this mission. I'm this is what we need to do. I don't care about anything else. I bring in my targets. I get paid. I bounce. <laughs> you know, d- done and done. He's out. Good. So the the that book series also, like I said, it, it gets into the start of him getting out of the Sarlacc pit. How he ex- partly explodes his way out into some caverns and gets some help by another bounty hunter. And I'm forgetting his his name at the moment dinger thank you you got it down um earlier hitman did yeah dingar yes yeah so he helped he helps uh basically rescue boba fett and get him into his own healing pod or into a back to tank so he can get healed up and that's where they do see for the first time ever somebody seeing boba fett's face basically which is because which now is a clone, yeah. Was it not a clone before? Uh, no, he was his own person. Oh, okay. And then it became a clone when George Lucas, you know, did that with the prequels. So, and then they did, I mean, they did do a lot of great stories with that too later, uh, with the uh, Django Fett and Boba, and even Boba, Boba Fett later in his life, kind of dealing with some remnant clones that were still around. Or even um, there's one clone in offspring, some offspring too. There's one clone in canon or whatever that outlived all the way to the sequel trilogy because he was stuck in uh, stasis the whole time. He was the medic oh really? Kicks. Yep, he was the medic for the five hundred first kicks. Huh. Well, now see, I've learned something today. There you go. Boom. So yeah, the, that and then that whole, like I said, the that whole book trilogy deals with like a lot of the undermines of of the bounty hunters guild. Another the this guy Kuat of Kuat Drive Yards is even so many people are also trying to kill Boba Fett because he's just kind of a problem for some of them because Ooh, of all he because of all the basically like knowledge and information he has on all of these people. So. I mean, he's, he's a dangerous like the, man, one way or another. Lord. Huh? I always say it's Kuwait or Kuwait. Is it Kuwait? I don't know how to pronounce it. Kuwait I heard it from Kuwait. the. I, yeah, I heard it from the um, from the audio book of it being Kuwait of Kuwait like Drive Yards. Because I'm reading, I actually, I'm 
past that point where I'm like, I've, I've learned about him. He's like an up and coming crime lord, like Shizor. Or yeah. He just, yeah. He's kind of like trying to be a Shizor type. Yeah. But but never, only Shizor yeah. can be Shizor. Of course. Yeah. Unless, so. unless Disney does a rendition of uh, Shadows of the Empire and then. Uh, sure, sure they are. That's what they're leading towards with uh, Thrawn coming back. This is the point of the show where we end it. I think so. <laughs> How dare you? Yeah, Fraction and I, we've talked a lot about uh, just those two. Like, uh, Is it fair to say that Shadows of the Empire might be your favorite book, Fractured? Uh, it's definitely like the top for three, the biggest four. parts of Medium uh, that came out. I mean, there's so much stuff that came out for that book, basically. It's yeah, insane. Like the music is... The, the music, the, the soundtrack that they did for that is phenomenal. I love it to death. Shizor has like the best theme uh, that they that they put together for him for Even a the new. Old, uh, was it the Nintendo? What was the Nintendo? It uh, was so. Then um, they also had the video game yes. for Shadows of the Empire, which was on the Nintendo sixty four and also put on PC. The advantage of the PC was that it had uh, animated cutscenes. The N sixty four version just had stills. But it was mm. still fantastic. So yeah, um, and they so they they used the soundtrack that they created in the games too. And that was always yeah. a great thing about the game. Any of the old Star Wars games is that they used the the movies soundtracks and anything that was made for Star Wars. They just used that half the right. time. They didn't they didn't often uh, create new soundtracks for a lot of the games. This was like, hey, we've got some already fantastic music. And we want to immerse people in the Star Wars universe in another way. Let's use the music they're familiar with, and boom, right. there you go. But like you know, the, it was funny. Which is like different I, from using the music in and like the new Disney movies, like the member, you know. Uh, well, it, it, Kenobi, it, the, the Kenobi. It's, it's, I mean, I, if I'm gonna be fair, I guess it's 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 similar. That Kenobi trailer's fire. Don't you dare disrespect it. <laughs> As in, like, it's a, like a dumpster fire, or what kind of fire are we talking We're, about? You're talking about like it's amazing. Oh, I think we well, said fire. I think meant dumpster fire. I was about to concur with you. The music, uh, everything that goes in, you get Battle of the Heroes, you get Duel of the Fates, uh-huh. and it can start deeds. It's amazing. Which is why to- they did it to attract people to watch the trailer. Like, oh, Battle. Well, that's the, the intention of a trailer is to attract people to watch it. Some of us though, <laughs> not use some, it, of us, some of us though, some of us though are cynical and stand back and go, uh, they're just trying to you know bait us and then have a whole bait and switch story to yeah. you know I just get viewership. If it doesn't, if this doesn't do good, like Disney's in trouble. I mean, they're already in trouble for a lot of things. But though, like, why is it up to Obi Wan? Because everyone's looking for Kenobi. That's why. Because because Boba Fett had Boba Boba Fett had Mando, and that was enough to go. Yay! This is true. This is true. So let's do real quick exercise. Who thinks Who thinks Obi Wan's going to be a hit? I think it'll be good. I think it's certainly going to gain a lot of attraction, especially for the fact that you have Ewan McGregor back. And Hayden, Hayden Christensen is so tough to really say because it's like he's going to be in a suit. I don't think so. No, think they so. said that they're going to play that episode of Rebels where like he fights Ahsoka and like gets his helmet half blown. People, were, people were writing a him for a flashback. That's it. That's all Hayden's using. Like he's not even going to be in the Vader suit. I thought that. I thought scenes. that's what they've been writing about. Is that it's like, yeah, like some of the articles Deborah that we've Chow, read said that Deborah Chow, Deborah Chow, I thought said that he was like in the Vader the suit again. And he's yeah, in the suit. 
for a brief periods, but not like the whole time. Yeah, he's not tall enough to be Vader. Well, that's what stilts are for. Yeah, you can't have <laughs> prowess do it. He did it. I mean, he did it for revenge. Oh, that was only for like a few scenes, though. So. Yeah, and they just had uh, Palpatine lower. <laughs> Don't well, they do it. Hey, that. they do it all the time for Tom Cruise. I mean, I, why can't they do it for Vader? Yeah. Come on. No, but uh, <laughs> probably their real thing for Hayden is they're gonna have like a Clone Wars flashback or Episode Three flashback. Uh, and they're gonna de-age him because they already there were some leaks about de-aging on the set. Oh, really? Canadian. Well, there were supposedly like some leaks that they were gonna be bringing in like Han Solo and stuff for like Mandal Boba or Fett. Boba, Boba Fett. Fett. Yeah, yeah, that never came true. That never true. came true, <laughs> which well, I'm glad for. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, please, God, no. Um, no, that show was not the greatest. It was probably the weakest out of the Star Wars shows. Uh, considering we've just had, yeah, Mando and then, I mean, uh, live action shows, yeah. Bad Batch is still one of my favorites. I have not watched it yet, so I cannot speak. If for Fractured it. forces me to watch his visions or Rebels, I'm going to force him to watch Bad Batch. <laughs> if, we're, if we have to review seen, one, we yeah. got to review the other one. I've seen Bad Batch like four or five times now. Are they doing a season two? Yeah, it comes out, I think, later this year. I know there's been talks about it. They had, but I haven't seen anything official. Like it seems like no, they they're quiet. Out. They keep everything quiet until like they're a celebration. They're gonna come, yeah. they're gonna like just in, they're gonna inundate everybody with stuff at celebration. You're gonna get an Andor trailer. You're gonna get um, some first looks. At why shows. Andor? I don't understand Andor. Why? Why? Like why? The wanna be Kyle Katarn? Yeah. Like why? I don't know why, but it's supposed to have three seasons and twelve episodes per season. But why? Like, all the episodes. That's the most so far for these shows. They've all been yeah, like around like, like eight. eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why is Book he getting seven? Because he's supposed to have some kind of like connected tissue. I don't know. I like Andor and K two. So <sighs> the Villa series, though. I mean, it's not the just droid. Like the the droid had some okay moments, but it's like I don't yeah. know. I, I don't know if it's worth the full <laughs> well, see, twelve episodes. Connect some tissues and like he wasn't gonna connect. When's the time? When's the timeline? Like, it's, it's gonna be, the, it's yeah, it's one. gonna be preview of one, right? Well, yeah, obviously, they're gonna be like, <laughs> yeah, it's the only time the, they can because they got blown up. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah, like the best part be, when they got blown to smithereens, right? Um, is he gonna be part of the boffins that steal the no? Because that was uh, oh, that was later, really? That was the second one, really? I this um, goes on for three hours. What do you want from me? <laughs> Uh, I think it's before it's after um, Solo, before Kenobi, maybe or during Kenobi. During or Kenobi. After, during Kenobi, like that time frame, like ten years after. Like ten years Ooh. after or before Kenobi, it's gonna be Ooh. between there. So, do you think we'll get a cameo from Andor and Kenobi? In, no, I doubt it. Oh, okay. How many people do you think are going to go to celebration? Because I looked, I saw it was a tweet. I, I saw like forty thousand right now, and like what they were requiring, and I was like, "Go suck a fart." I'm not doing it. I think it's forty thousand they're up to now. It's not a lot, man. No, yeah, the, the last year they did it was 2019, and they had like uh, two hundred thousand, I think. Yeah, so I wonder oof. why. But yeah, oof is right. Yeah, because that's that's a drop, right? You yeah, only I'm got gonna, forty thousand compared but, to two hundred thousand. Well, I mean, I'm gonna it's DM Star Wars theory and ask him if he's going. He's not. <laughs> oh, he's not? No. Who's not? Star Wars Theory. Oh. Yeah, he's not. Him and his friend are not gone. What, are they uh, 
Because they're gonna, Grata? They, no, they uh, they they want to do watch parties for Kenobi, and Kenobi comes out that weekend. Oh, and they're YouTubers; they have to make content. Everything that yeah, comes out. that's true. That's true. They picked a terrible time to do uh, um, celebration. So next year, they said I think he said he's going to try to go. <laughs> what a, what a terrible time! Like that's not smart. Like I don't think it's smart no. I I I don't know. I think it, it it's using the right platform like celebration to hype up your show. It's not, not a bad crazy. idea. They should have like did a like dropped Kenobi after that's, celebration. That's what we were talking about. Yeah. The last show or so. It's like are they you like they moved the date like you could have like exclusively shown an episode at celebration and then is that why they moved it from a wednesday to friday to no they moved it so they moved it so people would talk about it at the show right well we well i had something about stranger things didn't you say that fractured like stranger things is coming up the same i saw some people Mm -hmm. yeah some people were making the point that stranger things was coming out around the same time also, Miss Marvel was coming out around the same time, no so they didn't that. want they didn't. Well, that's that was the I'm thing though. It, they like, they <laughs> they really knew people weren't going to watch it, especially if Kenobi was going to be popping on. Yeah. So they they wanted to move Kenobi away from that to hopefully get some traction for that show. At least that's what I heard. I don't know. You know, this I is all yeah. all theorizing and crap like that. So we have no guarantee on yeah. who what what it really means. So I just, what a terrible time to like plan celebration and Kenobi. And it's like these, it's like, who thought of this? Like, well, Disney, but it's like, who's running this show, man? Cause that's like, you know what I mean? I don't know. It, no, like, you know, Davies already pointed out, it would have been the better thing to have celebration, do a private screening for the first episode and then, and then drop it. You know, mm-hmm. that that's substantial. That's, that's a substantial loss of people. Like 200,000, like even with like COVID, like, I think it was 200,000 to 40. Like why? Like, is it COVID? Or no, is it's it, just, a, it, it was definitely uh, the, the, the corn on the cop virus. Uh, I mean, that's the only that's that's gonna be part yeah, of it. Well, there, that, the tickets in itself, man. You saw the take, like, oh, the ticket price point? yeah. The take, right. the t- so you you got the coof, you got you got the ticket prices, you, you got their or you, well, yeah. Then I was gonna say, you got their you got their coof uh requirements, yeah. And then you know, it's it's also just the there's not a lot of goodwill between Lucasfilm and the fans. At least so for some, you, yeah. for some of us, that would have been okay. Sixty-five thousand, sixty-five thousand people went in 2019. It was the year. Oh, okay, that. so that's not a big dip then. Oh, you said two hundred. I mean, it's still, like, it's I, still a big, it's still a oh, hit. Yeah. But it's not a. That's not as big as two hundred thousand to forty thousand. There was one year that's seventy-five thousand. I got so seventy-five thousand was twenty eighteen. What about twenty seventeen? New two thousand thirteen. So okay, so twenty eighteen was that when Rise of Palpatine was coming out? No, that's twenty nineteen. Oh, so it was lower. Twenty sixteen. I'm trying to figure out when. when How long it was, was it? Been, yeah, dude, two thousand. When did the mouse acquire Lucas? Was it two thousand twenty thirteen? Thirteen is all I want to say. Did they did they do solar celebrations before that? I don't know. Yeah, they just yeah, two thousand. I oh the 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 uh, expanded university podcast I was listening to. Uh, Tim, he was t- uh, open airlock policy. He was talking about going to Star Wars celebration in uh, two thousand two. So yeah, they've been doing they've it for had, a like, while. Twenty now. years, right? They had their twenty. Years yeah, they got yeah they got two, twenty years under their belt. 
plus. All right, 2013. It's, Star Wars Celebration 2013. It says it just says a little over uh, 75,000 people. All right. So there's a considerable decline in, in the last couple, which is just it's still a hit. Yeah, it, it's yeah. still a hit, but it's not <laughs> 200,000 at least. But how much does Star Wars Celebration cost? Uh, $75. <laughs> nope. What? This yeah, is $75. No. Yeah. Like a year in advance. Ooh, yeah. It's like, dude, no. But you think 75? Travel. Uh, a lot of people aren't going to this one because they moved it. And it was supposed to happen earlier in the year, but they moved it to the end of this month. And people already had their tickets and hotels booked and everything. And it pissed off a lot of people. Oh, so that's it. why you got a dip. That's why you got people bouncing. No, it's because of this Galaxy Star Cruiser. Oh yeah, and that too. That thing sucks. Yeah, that that's a dumpster fire. But I mean, add that, add that plus you know them suddenly going, hey, we're moving it. Yeah, that's gonna piss a lot more people off because, like, like you said, Daviaso, they already people. If people have to make this arrangement a year in advance, and then suddenly time and everything already. Yeah, put in the vacation time, all that sort of shit, and then suddenly called um. So we decided to move it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, I think 40th yeah. anniversary of, or is it 40th? Yeah, 40th anniversary of A New Hope. Oh, oh you got him mad. No, it's just, it's just like, you know, it. yes, it's a big, you know, celebrating point, but it's like you, to piss off a lot of people, though, just, I don't know. You, you, you think you'd try and more work in line of, you know, all right, we've 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 set this date. We're committing to this date. You could put well, out some extra stuff. That Disney has commitment issues and yeah. they underperform in the public eye. Well, it's called like you can you can you can still do at the celebration for you can celebrate the fortieth if you want to. You I don't mean, have to do it exactly on that day. You're in the year of it being. 40 years so there you go <laughs> but also it's um it it says to help us uh, uh, make sure that the fans are safe at the uh, celebration they don't care. safe from what the corn on the, the coof are we done with that yet isn't it like not yet okay i haven't heard anything about it yet but Sorry, i just said 99 kind of died out 99.9 percent survival rate get, get it, it like vanished more months. they'll get find a new reason to come, come bring back. it back <laughs> um, it'll find a reason anyway yeah, yeah. life always finds a way oh boy Jurassic <laughs> uh, you guys Jurassic Park fans of the books yes the movies I, I enjoy for what they are being popcorn flicks but the new ones not so much I've seen all the new ones in theaters so I gotta see the new one The newest. I haven't theaters, seen so. this, the, the what was it the Chris Pratt one. Well, I I haven't seen the second one. The second one, the Dominion uh, or no, the the, one. sorry, uh, Fallen Kingdom. I think so. I think that's what it's called. I didn't. Uh-huh. I, I I heard it was just basically like uh, the Lost World Part Two. Yeah. So I was just kind of like, okay, so I'm not missing. Yeah, much. Fallen, Fallen Kingdom. Yeah. Fallen. Yeah, Fallen Kingdom. I was just like, I heard it was my, my brother caught some of it, and he's like, yeah, this just seems basically like the Lost World Part Two, and I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, yeah. I I just didn't the 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 Jurassic World movie wasn't bad. It was okay. I just think they it was jumping the shark in my mind for the uh, crossbred super dinos or whatever the heck they were doing with the the what do they call it? 
forgot what the hell it was called. Um, but yeah, I just thought it was like, couldn't you kind of reestablish? It's kind of like a soft reboot almost. So it's kind of yeah. like, okay, let's save the crazy super dinos for like a sequel. <laughs> but that was just how I thought about it. That's that was me. But I mean, I guess we already had three movies of regular dinos, so yeah. let's let's bring out the 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 Frankenstein's monsters now. Let's bring them out. <laughs> there you go. <sighs> so, shall we call it, <laughs> call it now? Call it a night. It's been know. no. This has been this has been a blast for sure. We we <laughs> covered some some fun topics. Davia, so thanks for for joining us as always. Yeah, yeah. If you if you want to be a, a staple, well, I'll have to redo the intro. No, it's fine. <laughs> I'll just be your uh, guest every once in a while. I might not be on this. Hey, week. whenever you want. You like I said, the the door's always open. Um, so like before, you got anything new going on with your channel, or nope, you got anything nothing. in the works? Nothing new nothing. yet. Oh, nothing. fine, be that way. He does. He just doesn't want to announce it on the show. He wants to be a little shy. No, I, I, I don't. He's got, <laughs> he's got but go and check out Daviaso's channel. He's got a lot of great videos on there. If you're listening out there, folks, go and check it out. Hitman, you got anything? No, he's just a little shy. You're just doing, you're just doing your Twitter wars? He's gone completely silent? He's gone already. He, he dipped. <laughs> I guess so. So... <laughs> Oh. Oh, 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 video. Are you back? We got a rare glimpse of what he looks like. <laughs> he does that often whenever he gets dropped in the conversation. <laughs> well, I've got nothing else to, to add to this. To anybody that happened to have listened to this full three hours, almost four hours at this point, uh, oh. conversation, thank you very much. I will... Play us out with some, some, uh, some goofiness. So, adios, everybody. <laughs> so I threw the Senate at him. <laughs> the whole Senate. True story. Oh my God, that is so funny. You made it come out of my nose. <laughs> Go for Palpatine. You have a collect call from Darth Vader. Ugh, I, I gotta take this. Hold on. Vader, how's my favorite Sith? Whoa, 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 whoa. Just slow down. Huh? What do you mean they blew up the Death Star? F- oh, f- Who's they? What the hell is an aluminum falcon? Okay, okay, so, so who's left? Are you me? Well, where are you? Wait a sec, you've been flying around for two weeks trying to get a signal? Oh, you must smell like feet wrapped in leathery burnt bacon. Oh, 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 I'm, I'm sorry, I thought my Dark Lord of the Sith could protect a small thermal exhaust port that's only two meters wide. That thing wasn't even fully paid off yet. Do you have, do you have any idea what this is going to do to my credit? Oh, hang on, I got another call. What? I'm very busy right now. Oh, oh, well, well where are they going? Huh. All right, um, just get me a turkey club. Uh, coleslaw, I guess. I'm, I'm, I'm not even going to eat it. What, what, what are you getting? Yeah, see, I, I always order the wrong thing. No, 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 I'll just stick with that. Okay, bye. Wait, what? Oh, uh, cherry coke. Thanks. Sorry about that. What?
Oh, oh, just rebuild it? Oh, that real, real f***ing original. And who's gonna give me a loan, jackhole? You? You got an ATM on that torso light bright? Now get your seven-foot-two asthmatic ass back here, or I'm gonna tell everyone what a whiny bitch you were about Potamame or Panda Bear or whatever the hell her name is. Oh, jeez, he's crying. <laughs> hey, 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 come on, come on, don't do that. Just, just... Uh, look, I, you know, I'm just dealing with a lot of crap right now. Death Star blown up by a bunch of teenagers. You know, I didn't mean to snap. Uh, okay, uh, ju just get back here. Okay, okay, bye. I, yeah, I, I love you too.